a non-stop creative chaos. W-X-R-K. New York. Hey, Howard. The speedy juice. Howard, the speedy juice. Pick up. Howard. The speedy juice. Pick up. What's up about you and your wife? I heard you broke up. I got you another girl. I hooked you right up. I'm sorry about that. Call me up when you're ready. I love you. You the man. All right, talk to you later. We have to be very careful, too, because he may have a television set in there. Right. And we don't want to give anything away. I mean, uh, nothing that we've said so far is uh, uh, state secret, so uh, we just uh, don't know what's happening in terms of uh, the strategy at well, this Phil, point. We do have an update. We have Sergeant Bruce Cook from the Oceanside Police Department joining us by phone. Sergeant Cook? Yes. Do you have some new information for us? Uh, yes, we have some information that the suspect just purchased about $40 worth of gas at the local Arco station. Okay, so... That was $40 worth? Yes, and the funny thing is that Howard Stern sold it to him to Baba Bowie. All right, well, there you go. We've been, uh, we've been had by one of the, uh, one of our more mindless viewers, unfortunately. Uh, well, what I think of Howard Stern, I think he has a good show. Uh, when I was incarcerated and, um, uh, nap. Annex, the guys watched them every Saturday night. Yeah. Yes, a beautiful woman, uh, an exciting show.
Wednesday. Penis, penis, penis. I want my penis. All right, Robin, easy. Penis, penis, penis. I want my penis. Okay, take it easy, will you? All right, all right, all right. We heard that already a million times. Okay. Listen, today on the show, a woman is coming in who has star quality. So she says. You know, coming up in the, the next couple of weeks, the Swedish bikini team will be here. People calling in about that. Tim Allen will be here, recently legally separated. Is he legally separated, Robin? Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yes. Is, uh, legally. preparing of the legal separation papers. Wow. Oh, I see. He's in, he is in meetings with his lawyers right now. That's right. He's okay. still trying to work it out. Uh, John Stewart will stop by, the great John Stewart. Very funny guy. I saw a segment on his show yesterday. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's a good guy. Uh, also... Later this week, the gossip game will be played with the penthouse pet of the year. Uh, who is that? Uh, Nikki St. Jane? No, Schmelvin von Vivels. <gasps> and uh, she will be here. Schmelvin will be here. Yeah, Schmelvin von Vivels from Europe. All right, we're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get the whole thing going for you right after these words. Howard Stern Gary. Jason Ramos, I have a pure script that I think you'll find funny. I'll give you a demo of the last part. This is Bill. Oh boy, we're gonna have ourselves a lesbian love fiesta. Then Monica goes, I mean, um, Hillary goes, and one hell of an orgy. Monica Lewinsky, eat your p eat your heart out. Or at least Linda Tripp's p Then Chelsea goes, gee, I sure, I wish Monica ate my p out. Then Hillary goes, don't worry, that's why you have a mom and dad for. What we do now is they're writing specifically for the first time. A star? Do I have to say star of Nala's Place? I'm a star of Nala's Place. You are and you're listening to the guy who usually, right, you're listening to the guy who usually watches me on TV with his pants around his ankle. <laughs> That's a nice look. Hi, I'm Heather. I'm, I'm the very gorgeous, oh, okay. Could we put, like, even better? I'm the beautiful, gorgeous, sexy. Oh, it says it. Oh, please. If we weren't married and how we're married, I still wouldn't date them. No. What? No. Still in day No, I'm not saying that. No, you wrote that. I'm not going to say that. I'll say the first one. I'm Heather Locklear, star of Melrose Place, and you're listening to the guy who usually watches me on TV with his pants around his ankles, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. 
like my pants are right around my ankles right now. But isn't she modest? She didn't want to say star of Melrose Place. You know why? Because she is the star of Melrose Place. <laughs> the only. <laughs> is she separated yet legally? No. Oh, she's separated? So oh, she's happily married. Yeah, they have separate bedrooms. They do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. yeah, some people are in other states. I always had separate bedrooms. <laughs> always, always. That's why I'm not married anymore. <laughs> I always thought I was doing it all right. I, I really know. Did. You had this idea <clears throat> that you knew how to do it. I knew how to keep marriages. Look at you. Look at, Look you. at me now. You were so wrong. I wander in here. I'm lost. <laughs> you're like, you're like shell shocked. I am. Put it in walls. I am. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I'm shell shocked. You're right. <laughs> I am completely shell shocked. Isn't it amazing how uh, yeah. you know you didn't know anything? Uh, yeah. You thought you knew everything. <clears throat> I thought I had it all figured out. I had Allison completely in line. <laughs> you had no clue. I had her in line. I had the whole thing worked out. The kids, you know, the wife. You made me think about somebody we once knew. Mm. Uh, this guy used to work with us, and you know he thought he had a happy marriage. Right. And one day he came in. <laughs> found that he didn't. Hair frazzled. <laughs> She left. Where is she? I tell you, I'm I'm wronger than a Polish mathematician. But that, but is, that is the part that's interesting. Yeah. You know, because you, you would sit there and say, you know, can't you get your wife in line? Right. I got, I got my wife in line. But let me tell you something. Ultimately, she's in line. Uh, she's in line. <laughs> she yeah. switched lines. Not in my house, but she's in line. She's in another line. You got to admit, I I I didn't change. <laughs> Uh, you held you held to your guns. I man. stuck to my guns. Here, right. look you at were me. In it. You were in it for the long That's haul. That's it. I, I, if I was going to be in it for the long haul, I had to be me. And it turns out me is not that great. Nobody can haul with you. I tell you though, when you go through a legal separation, you uh, start to think of yourself as very um, difficult to live with, unavailable, distant emotionally. You feel like a failure. That's well, a friend of mine who got divorced. Wait a minute, wait a minute, because you've been saying these things. You didn't know this about yourself. <clears throat> I did. I thought that my wife could put up with it. Oh. Um, but I'll tell you something. No, I do not feel like a failure. I am really one of those people that fits into the category that says, and this is the Chuck Norris rap, I had a 25-year marriage. <laughs> what you know oh, boy. Else, you know who else said that Montel Williams? But, 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 yeah. laughed hysterically. Yeah, yeah. But, but I do. But this is what it, successful for 12 years. Can I tell you something? This is what I feel. I feel like I've got three great kids. <laughs> but wait a second. But we, you know, we, this people is only used to, spin control. People used to come I'm not doing spin control. This is what I feel. I think I feel. But this is you guys started laughing at me. I stopped feeling it. Yeah, yeah, you know what? People right. would come in here and say that. Yeah. And then we would laugh at the behind the You know what the problem is? I'm trying. No. Yeah, right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to come up with some. My theory on this is you will find a way to make a success out of anything. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be a failure at anything. You're right. I don't want to be a failure. You know, I mean, you know, I think I could have been still married Let me if I was willing to or I was able to. It's not willing. I think I was able to change in some way. Is this one of those things where you feel like like you, know. you are what you are, just like like on the radio, you're like you knew what you were doing was what you wanted to do, even when everyone told you it was wrong. Yes. You know I mean? Yes. But if you feel me, like this is who are... you are, no matter what anyone tells you, just this is it. Yeah, I wasn't that stubborn. I mean, it's my wife and my kids you're talking about. But there are people who are adaptable, and there are people who are not adaptable. Right. And two uh, non-adaptable people should not be in a relationship together because yeah. one has, you know, everybody's supposed to this, say they're supposed to be this give and take. One person is doing the giving, the other person is, is doing right. the taking. Yeah, and I was There's tired no of giving. Give and take. I was tired of giving. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. You hit it right. On the head, honey. <laughs>
I was giving too much. How are you in the relationship? Are you the taker or the giver? I'm as easy as they come. Robert, yeah, Howard, Howard, what are you? Are I'm, you the, I'm the adaptable oh, one. Wait, stop. Oh, I'm what? the adaptable you, one. All you have to do. Absolutely. Holy, so not. Uh, you know, this is what I think. No, you're adaptable as long as the person is in line. All yeah. you have to do is walk downstairs on any given day and see Mr. X waiting to pick her up and you'll see who the giver is. Right. <laughs> Right. Nice guy sitting there waiting for his love. Yeah, I'm like Howard. I think I'm doing all the giving. You have the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he's, he's a wonderful Howard. guy. She's you adaptable. Do. He he's can nice. drive her home any route he wants to take. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, sometimes he's driving may bother me, but I don't say a word. You don't say a word. You, you close your eyes and go to sleep. You're too I, good to him. Hello, Jeeves. You're such a giver. You're, you're the kind of giver I am. Well, <laughs> now I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to tell you, even it's, you announced the separation, what, like six weeks ago or so? Have I been legally separated six weeks? It hasn't been that long. Maybe four Maybe weeks. a month. But everywhere you go, people still want to discuss. Every day, people still ask me, how are you doing? Right. What's going on? And the answer is, I don't know. Yeah. You don't want to know, how believe me. I know. So this is my anniversary. Oh! <laughs> what do we do on that one month anniversary? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no happy days of here again. Let me trust me, man. It's it's complicated stuff. But here I am, one month into my legal separation. <laughs> I think it's more than a month. This is like uh, the Iran Contra thing, you know, when we had hostages. Right. We're counting the day. Day thirty. <laughs> yeah. Or yesterday, I uh, met with a guy who's helped me. Hey, hey what's easy, wrong easy. with you? <laughs> what? Just, please don't do that. Just be drinking. Use your head. All right. Say any names? Oh my! Doesn't matter. Like it's hard to identify. Got a lawyer over there, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Effie <clears throat> joke man. There you go. <laughs> so you know, I met with the guy who uh, was helping me with my apartment, and it's been fashion. You know, I you know I love my apartment. I love the way it came out, but I ordered a lamp custom made. And you know when you walk into the room and you realize the lamp doesn't look right? Ooh. <laughs> and I didn't say it. I, I went, oh. There it is. The lamp looks like a giant penis. <laughs> oh. It's a monolith that actually even curves in like a penis and has a big like head on it. Well, how did this happen? I don't know. When I saw the drawing of it. I needed a big sort of floor lamp right, in my bedroom. Right, when you first saw it, it didn't look like a penis? Oh, through your bedroom? <laughs> it's my bedroom. Single so guy living yeah. in the city with a penis Man. in his bedroom? With a big giant penis in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. it's a, and it's 600-pound penis. It's 600 pounds. It's this big rock. What is the idea here? <laughs> and, and the guy who made it uh, is a real talented artist. He made the lamps in my um, living room. Mm -hmm. Did a great job. And... This thing looks like a penis. So <clears throat> I walk in, and the first thing I'm going, oh, my God, it's horrible. But I don't say anything because yeah, you know what? It's not flesh color. <laughs> it just about is. Oh. I mean, it's. <laughs> That's you know. a real problem. <laughs> well, the, 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 well, yeah, the, ball, the balls are in the living room. <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm looking at the thing, and I go, my bedroom has a big giant penis. But I don't say anything because the guy put a lot of work in on it. And I, you know what? In all fairness, you got to live with something. Oh, no. No, you got to live with something for a day or two to give it a fair judgment. If you it's know. a penis, no, you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this guy, Daryl, who's doing work in my apartment, 
who's like a southern gentleman, yeah. you know, <laughs> I say, hey, Daryl, come here. And this is in front of the, the, decorator. the decorator guy. I say, hey, what do you think of the new lamp? And he goes, uh, oh, boy. He goes, it's it's weird. It's weird like you. Oh. You know, so it, it fits you. Now, I know what that means. That means? He means he hates it. That means nobody else in the world has a bed. No, nobody. I mean, and, you know, and I made a nice. You have to. going to have a nice bedroom, and now I have a big giant penis in it. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? I'm not even going to react to Daryl's reaction. Because maybe he likes it. Maybe he thinks it's kind of avant-garde or weird. Or, or funny. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> maybe he does like it. I really haven't had a conversation with him. And even the decorator was like, you you think it's weird? You know. So anyway, <laughs> what do you mean? So, so last night, I'm getting ready for bed. <laughs> and you got to stand next to this thing. Right. It's almost as tall as me, by the way. Well, you're coming over today. You'll see it. Yeah, I gotta uh, look at yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone get get rid of him. What is he doing? No, you don't even know. <laughs> Son of I'm a bitch is so right on. Again. All right. Anyway, so <clears throat> anyway, wait a second. So can't stand him. So anyway, any, I do. So anyway, last night I'm getting ready for bed. I lay down. I close my eyes, and I'm, I'm, I'm stressed out as it is over the legal separation and everything else. I, I, I roll over, and I, I just went over, but I open my eyes. I don't see <laughs> this giant, there it is, this giant penis rock. And I went, oh, my God, i got to get this thing out of here. Can you turn it on just to cast a shadow? Oh, please. You know, I want to pleasure myself, and a penis is watching me. <laughs> you know, I couldn't believe it. What is it, Baba Bowie? Would I be out of line asking uh, roughly how much the penis cost? You want to know? I don't even remember because I paid an amount to the guy to make all my right. lamps and stuff. So by the inch, trust me, it yeah, wasn't you cheap. Just pick that up. No. One hundred dollar lamp. No, no, it wasn't from IKEA. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah. it's one of a kind, probably. Oh, it is all right. I don't think anybody else would buy this. <laughs> I, I yeah, I can think you can send it to the Playboy. Man. Well, there's other places you can send it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few gay restaurants. Back right, there. there you go. Lucky Chang's. Or... <laughs> uh, if I was Barbara Streisand, I could sell it. Well, you still can. There you go. Yeah. Have an auction. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man, I got a giant penis in my bedroom. <laughs> so. <That looks. laughs> and I like everything else I did. Everything worked out great, but it's just one piece of furniture or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you, know. you got to be very careful with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You don't make the commitment before you try it out. Yeah, yeah I think you got that right. <laughs> now you tell me. Tim, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Howard. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about uh, as far as like the penis uh, sculpture and all this. I went to Rodeo Drive. Yeah. I, I bought a picture. Um, and I met the artist on the way out. Paid fifteen hundred dollars for it. I loved it. It's like three lilies and all this. Walking out the door. Met the artist. It's so great, man. Here's the actual artist. She could tell me something about this uh, painting. And so she's describing it to me, and they're lilies. And she goes, to, well, see those things at the, at the end of the lily? They're penises, and there's one sticking straight out, one kind of bent over and all this. Oh, I said, oh my God. Here's a $1,500 piece of work that I really like. I got it in my living room, and I've had it all this time. And, and it's penis. I said, I wish that she never would right, have Right, because now that's out. all you can see is the yeah. penis. Well, yeah. I can't <clears throat> tell anyone. I'm just so embarrassed about well, it. Well, I knew I didn't like my lamp, 
but well, then um, and then there was you know people working and someone said to me it looks like a penis and I went oh uh, no. you'll never guess. get it out of your head <laughs> yeah I know now it's like I got a penis <laughs> in my bedroom and also hey listen I gotta go but uh, you know how uh, amazingly wrong you felt uh, as far as oh, about your wife and all this and how wrong you, you you feel you are or felt you are or whatever well yeah but, but at least. Um, you could live and figure that one out, but uh, for, uh, please don't forget that uh, you don't get that same chance with Jesus. So that's just one thing I'll leave you with, Howard. I love you, and you take care. It's a Jesus, Jesus freak, freak with penis, with penis in his living room. Okay, but I love you, though. You're a good guy. So what is his point, that Jesus... Jesus, you can't live and learn with Jesus. You can't? No, because if you uh, don't figure out until afterwards that you were wrong about Jesus, you're already dead, and then you got to go to hell. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that a great religion? Isn't that a brilliant religion? <laughs> like, if you're too stupid to figure out how great Jesus is, you, the penalty is you go to hell. That's right. <laughs> but did you notice all the stupid people are the ones that are sitting there praying to Jesus? Hey, figure it out. You know. <laughs> it's like they, they're spending their whole lives doing it. It's that kind of logic that yeah. gets you there. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Howard, hi. This is Albert. I work at the Rumpus Room in San Francisco. Yes. I'd, I'd like to buy you a penis lamp. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Are you out of your flipping mind, you weirdo? Stop buying penis lamps. <laughs> okay, man. Hey, look, I've been busting that that, that David Buddha's balls for twenty years. Maybe I should switch to you. There you penis go. Lamps. Hey, dude. I'm getting rid of it. What do you want from me? Well, I'll put your penis somewhere else. Give it to Robert. She needs something that size. Okay, later. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a funny thing, too. I'd leave it there, but I can't handle it. And it never struck you that way until you saw it actually sitting there. Yeah, well, what they do? Yeah, they made a sketch of it. But they, it they, you know, just bring it in. It's 600 pounds. Okay, I'll carry it on my back. You go get it. Put it in the back of the maybe, car. Maybe we'll... Uh, be funny. It'd be funny. Yeah, your joke. Tell you what, you pay me for it, then it won't be funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like when I went to the Playboy Mansion, and you see all of Hess' art. I don't know if this is stuff he collected or if it's stuff people give to him, right. but everything has a penis in it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, what, what's that about? And it's like, why do you have to have this all over your house? Yeah, I mean, is, it, is penis that, you know, like in your private life, is that important? Well, maybe mean, that's every gaudy, stupid yeah. penis thing, this is your home. Yeah, I'm thinking of buying two, um, just to balance everything out, two vagina end tables. There you go. Yeah. Well, the lampshade is a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can I tell you? So that was my night last night. <laughs> Felt real good. Uh, wow. Got the kids scheduled down for the week. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does that start? I mean, you call, make a call. to You have to call each of your children. First, you got to call the kids. Uh-huh. And then I got to call my wife and tell her what the plans are. Uh-huh. And then, uh, but I couldn't get a hold of my wife, so I spoke to the housekeeper. But now I'm wondering if she... Yeah, called my wife. you have to make contact. I'm trying. You know, definite contact yeah. or, you know, can third parties? No, no, this? we don't handle stuff through third parties because okay. that, that's bad. Okay. Yeah. I also figured that out. <laughs> no, because one time yeah, I... Let her figure out things because you've been so... <laughs> I'm so bad that I listen to her. I mean, it's like like one time I, I we were arranging the kids' schedule and I called my assistant, Laura, and I said, Laura, tell Allison that these are the times of a 
And Allison said, okay, is that way you want to handle stuff? Uh And she was right. She was right. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. We don't want to handle stuff like that. So I clearly know now that (laughs) I am. Yeah, I did learn. I learned a very expensive lesson (laughs) that I am wrong about everything (laughs) and that I really am a mental patient. You don't. I don't know. know. I don't know. I really don't know how to handle life. (laughs) You know, I don't know how to handle people. I don't know how to handle my own life. I know how to do the radio show, and outside of that, I don't know how to do anything. I always said this about you. Outside of the radio show, you know nothing. Outside of show business, I'm I'm a disaster. Yeah, you're very good at all that. Yeah, stuff. I'm good at the rest it. Rest of it, you should listen. You to should see me when I'm producing television shows. You should see me in these meetings. Incredible. I, I have in clear fact, vision. I was having lunch with uh, Mitch and Vinny yeah. one day, and they were so impressed with you when you know you were doing that scam on Tom, and yeah. you had the interns in there, right. you were directing them as to how to play their parts. Oh, that I can do. And they, he was like, man, this guy is incredible. He could be a director. I mean, they just right. didn't say enough right. about how you handle that. That's idiot savant. Now, if they watched you in your marriage. They would be laughing. <laughs> they would say, here's a guy who can't handle anything. It's weird. It's weird that I have no ability outside of this business, whatever business I'm in. <laughs> you know. Talk to me about a Letterman Leno appearance. Or can... a TV show and what's wrong with it. Right there. But... uh Marriage, <laughs> personal life stuff, don't listen to me. Oh, dear. I thought I had it all figured. Turns out Fred has it better figured out than I do. <laughs> That's a frightening Right. Thing. Although Fred hasn't made it 25 years yet. That nope. is very frightening. If yeah. you but if I made it this far, I think I'm going to make it you do. to the bitter end. Yeah. How long How long you been married now? Five years. Five yeah, that's the, the, the dude. Yeah, right. We've been living together since 1987. So. Yeah, but I'm t- can I just tell you something? First 10 years, I had all figured out. <laughs> Maybe you thought Come on. you did. Well, well you, you think you, you had do. your career going. Had my career going, and, but had the wife happy, had everything. Yeah, but the sometimes, kids. sometimes when you're involved in that, it's like you kind of get a little distracted. And Wait, we'll see, man. We'll Look, see. You don't no, know. I'm what, not, I'm when not you bragging. hit 25 years, you'll Look, see. I'm not bragging. All right. But Fred, has he's in your position. He has no clue. Right. Maybe it's working. Maybe it isn't. And he you're so, know. and you have such clarity, Rob. I'm not saying <laughs> she actually anything. does. She, no, when, she I, does. when my marriage was ending, she has. When my marriage was ending, Robin called me on the phone. It's very easy to be, you know. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what I learned. Another chair. Let me tell you what I learned. When she called me on the phone, because you know a lot of people, you know, say dumb stuff. Believe me, you don't know the dumb stuff people say. Yeah. What did you? But, but no, not Jackie. No, Jackie's actually been fine for once. But Robin called me up and. I won't say she lectured me, but she no, gave me. Not to. Yeah, but she was a little bit. <laughs> but she tried to offer Maybe the me. Big sister type of thing. No, she just offered me some experiences that she's had, and even though she qualified it by saying, "I don't know everything," and I've certainly never been in a marriage, which you know, but she said some things that were actually very, very targeted to the situation, even though she didn't even know the full situation. Right. So. She has it more together than it appears. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Not enough to be a player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she might actually have it together. <laughs> she might actually have had some revelation. Some people know games they shouldn't play. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can be a fan all you want. you got to get into the game. Robin gave me very practical advice. She said, do your wife in the seat. <laughs> that always works for me. You know? <laughs> it's right. the last resort. You're right. She'll she does so loopy. She'll be right. right. <laughs> Get her she's bald again. <laughs> she won't know. <laughs> Eric, you're on the air. You make no sense at all. Right. Because you, you please don't try to. All make... you did was bitch and moan and not go out and not do anything. And now that you're separated, all you're doing is going out. No, I'm not. No, oh my God. Not... Every day you come in and you talk about 
oh, I took my one daughter here and I did this. And I got yes, this. that's true, mm -hmm. but you got to understand something. I'm in a crisis right now. I got to get, you know, I got to, I got to. People need to be taken care of. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you, dude, you just don't even know. But, but, but I mean, why, if you can do this now, why can't you do it living at home? I don't want to go into it. Well, but that makes zero sense. I know, to you it makes zero sense. To me it makes a lot of sense. Okay. All right, goodbye. That's Jackie. Right. <laughs> we all agree with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mark, go ahead. Howard. Yeah. I got to tell you, bro. Yeah. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, Don't that, say that. There's something to look forward to. What do you mean it gets worse? It doesn't get, people say, oh, Howard, time heals all wounds. Don't listen to those people. They're full of it. It doesn't heal the wounds? No, it gets worse. Uh, how long were you married? Uh, I wasn't married that long, but I don't want that to be discounted. Uh-huh. Okay, I love my wife dearly. Yeah. Okay. And she left me four years ago. Wow. <laughs> okay. Was there a pile of crap at the end of the tunnel? Uh, no, but dude, you care. sound like a loser who can't meet anyone else. No, I, I can get laid. You can? Yeah. All right. Get laid no problem. Yeah. Right. No, I'm here for <laughs> I'm a good guy. Get laid no problem. It's no big deal. Seems to me always to be a problem. You can get laid. You know you can, but after a while, yeah. you'll, here's what's going to happen, Howard. Right. You're going to feel like crap for a while. You're going to cry yourself to sleep for about two months. Hey, I'm no pussy. <laughs> come on. Right. Come on, man. I'm no He'd pussy. You'd rather stay awake. Yeah, you know what? I'd rather just not sleep. <laughs> I'm a real man, man. I don't cry myself to anything. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Okay. Weep, 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 weep. Yeah, weep, 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 weep. Yeah, weep, weep. Okay, yeah. put your chest out, tough guy. All right. <laughs> I understand. All right. Well, I got some dignity. I've been there. All right. I'm still there. He's right. not crying in front of a penis. You know what? I, I, I don't want to. If I put a penis lamp in my bedroom and I'm crying, man, there's something really wrong in America. You need me to be strong. Get out of here. Emilio, you're on the air. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, 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 what's up? Oh, now, Brooklyn Nights are cool. Yo, listen. Hello? Yeah. I'm sorry, cursing. Oh, did he curse? Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't hear it. I, who <laughs> can he, you know what? This guy's such a marble mouth, I don't know what he said. <laughs> Go ahead, Emilio. Yo, listen. Yo. You gotta get off this pussy thing of yours, bro. What's you know what this? Who's Biophonic pussy? Biophonic symbols. No, no, no. 25 no, no. years, that poon tank's already beef jerky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right? You know All right. what I'm saying? All right, get out of here. Get off. You're a nut. Who knows what that means? Mm. Who even knows what he's talking about? <laughs> Bob, you're on the air. Mouth. I don't know what he's doing. Go ahead, Emilio. Yo, this, Yo. Get off. Hey, dude, Bob. Oh, he's just playing back the show. Yeah. All right. Uh, Marco, you're on the air. Hello, Howard. Hi. When's the last time you banged your wife? Did you get her over Thanksgiving holiday? You know, that is disgraceful. Come on, Howard. <laughs> pussy. No, I can't talk about that. Hey, why don't you want Ralph to find out? Right. Howard. Get out of here. Come on. Don't be stupid, you. Nah, come on. Howard. Get out of here. Tony, you're on the air. It is interesting Howard. because I, I yo, 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 but one second, what? Who've actually what? gone through divorce, <clears throat> yeah. continue to have sex. I know, I've heard of that. I don't think that's and gonna be happening to me. I had one friend who she had to move out of town so she could stop sleeping with her husband. Oh, really? They were still sleeping together. Oh, she. I mean, all she had to do was get behind a closed door with him. Really? And she said they they didn't have a relationship at all. Wow. But they couldn't stop the sex. I don't. You see, that's what I. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I don't know what well, one thing has to do with the other. I've said that to my wife. Telling you right now, yeah. What can I do for you, Tony? Yeah, Howard, how you doing? This is Tony the Garbage Man. What's happening? Hey, Tony. Listen, we all, all the garbage men in New York City want to say we're sorry about your situation, but it gets a lot worse when you find out your wife's having a first date. Man, I don't want to know about any of that. I don't want to know about any of that. I'm sure she doesn't want to know about that with me. Uh, I hope the I hope the guy doesn't happen. I hope you guys get back together. But uh, thank you. Just stop putting down the garbage men all the time. 
Let's put down garbage men. I've always I've always maintained that garbage men are hardworking people, and uh, yeah, we got to curse I've always maintained that garbage men work very hard, and they're very necessary to society. And uh, believe me, sometimes I envy the garbage man because he does his job. It's a, a physical job, which I like. And then you go home and you don't worry about anything. I mean, you're not gonna worry about. Oh, gee, yeah. tomorrow I pick tomorrow up the garbage. Tomorrow I gotta do it better. Right. <laughs> Yes, Baba Buhai. You know, you were talking about that Jack Nicholson movie yesterday. Yeah. And so here's what happens. Guys get married. They go to the altar. Yeah. They say, I love you. I do. Yeah. And then it turns into this. Yeah, right. This is a great scene. I, I was telling you, this is one of my favorite yeah. scenes from Carnal Knowledge. Knowledge. Jack Nicholson and Margaret. And Margaret's laying in bed. She never moves. Never moves. The guy's <laughs> sick and tired of it. Every time he comes in, she's in the same bed. Yeah, she's just laying there in the bed. The guy can't believe what he married. And here's what happens. Do what he Oh, well, you didn't take you the didn't right take spot. The whole thing. You got to hear her go. I want to do something. You guys cut it too close. Okay. Yeah. Bad call. There's no build up. No, but you did do the build up. Okay, I can. No, 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 I can no. You got to hear him why he's erupting. Yes, you got to hear her. I want to do something. You want to do something? <laughs> why don't you make the bed? <laughs> I got a job. You want to do something? <laughs> Die. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. You want an extra $50 a week? Try vacuuming. You want an extra 100 Make this goddamn bed. Try opening some goddamn windows. That's why you can't stand up in here. The goddamn place smells like a coffin. <laughs> oh, man. You want an extra $50? Try making the bed. Try vacuuming. <laughs> the funniest part. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta... Open a window. No wonder you can't stand up. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> oh, man. You want a job? I got a job for you. Fix up this pigsty. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. You want an extra $50 a week? Try vacuuming. You want an extra 100 Make this goddamn bed. Try opening some goddamn windows. That's why you can't stand up in here. The goddamn place smells like a coffin. <laughs> See? He's not legally separated. Oh, his marriage is working. Is that <laughs> He's explaining stuff to his wife. <laughs> you want a job? I want a job. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Laura was on the phone. Why do you guys hand me these notes? But says, Lori, your assistant called your lamp looks horrible. She hasn't even seen the lamp yet. <laughs> Probably. How did she see the lamp? Somebody said she was over your house. You know, one of the interns said she called. She didn't want to go in the air, but, but she said that the lamp's got to go. Yeah, it does have to go. I know that already. Well, why is she calling after the fact? She should have called and tell me. It I know, I know. And they didn't even uh, tell me that she was on the phone. Yeah, the lamp's all good. The lamp's got to go, so where does it go? I don't know. Lamp. I don't know. Maybe, they could, maybe they could use part of it. How much you pay for the lamp? I, I, you listen to the radio no, I, show. I, I right, the get out of here. You're so stupid. I, I was on the phone. I, didn't I don't know what I paid. Repeat the show for you. Sorry, yeah. I can't do the whole repeat show for you. It sounds like the only way to make this up is through a donation, but who do you give it to? Yeah, well, you don't give it to anyone. Testicular cancer. Right. No, you, I don't know what you do, but it's just an odd thing. I'm sure one of the listeners would buy it just because it was yours. Yeah. yeah. But the guy designing my apartment seemed to love it. 
Well, well I think maybe he, he'll take it. Oh, ooh, I can sell it to him. <laughs> there you go. Now I know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to sell it to him. Let's maybe see he, if he really loves yeah, it. Yeah, let's see how much he loves it. No, it's, it's his design. Maybe he has some other clients that would like it. There's no other clients. Maybe there's some decor it fits into. Unless he's designing Mark Harris's apartment. Really? You know. Yeah, give me a giant penis. <laughs> quickly, Prontissimo. Fabulous. Put it by the piano. Yeah. So you know who called me last night? Dan Foreman. Oh, really? You hadn't heard from him before? He calls every day since my legal separation. Really? And wants to come over. And he's like Baba Booey. Dan's one of those guys I want to get together with, but I just can't find the time to. Papa Bullhai. Because Dan goes, all you got to do. Dan's the executive producer of Channel 4 News, which, by the way, he told me, this is the first time in NBC history we are going to be number one on all the newscasts. Oh, boy. All the newscasts. I went, you got it. You got to get a life. <laughs> I really don't know what he does there. Right. It seems that there's a whole bunch of people who actually do work. Yeah. And Dan stands in the room and yells. He yells at them. <laughs> That's what he did for us. That's what he did for us, and he was great at it. He runs around. So, so I picked up the phone phone. I said, Dan, I really want to see you. You're just one of those people I never can make time for. <laughs> well, be what are you doing tonight? Tonight I uh, have a meeting. Oh. Actually, with uh, Robin and. So you gotta get you gotta tonight. make a meeting tonight at like say like six. I'm tied up. I have um I have a meeting and then I have uh, a guy coming over to help me with the apartment actually. Guy taking the lamp. <laughs> I'm hopefully a guy removing my lamp. Maybe uh and then Thursday my kids are in. Friday, my kids are in. Saturday, my kids are in. I mean, you know, when am I going to see anybody? I actually, I actually the, the next available date, I think I was picking the night of the K or Christmas party in like three weeks. Maybe I'll come. Okay, then, we'll, then you'll come over. I'm going to schedule myself in. You could sleep over. No, I don't need to sleep over. Oh, good. Okay. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, do that put him in one of the you. beds, the kids' right. beds. <laughs> nah, so, like Dan said to me, all you got to do, I, I work close enough, call me up. He could get over in a moment's I, notice. We'll sit, we'll eat a turkey sandwich. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, what? Turkey sandwich. Turkey we get, sandwich. We're going to eat a turkey sandwich. <laughs> and then it'll be on my teeth. I'll take a turkey sandwich. And then uh, I'll talk. What's he got to talk about? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. He's probably going to give me advice. Really? Yeah, but I love Dan. He's I wish I was still guy. working with this I guy. too. See, he and I have conversations about marriage and stuff. Uh-oh. Because he's got two boys. Yeah, but it's easy for him to be married because nobody wants to marry him. No, but he's got two boys, and he always says, ba, 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 ba. I'm living your future. Boy. I'm living your future. You'll see. Yeah. Soccer practice, basketball. I'm living your future. Yeah, but you know, he loves it. He does. He, yeah. he does. He loves it. The guy works his ass off all week, and then he, like, wants a coach. And yeah, he, he's involved. He's like super dead. Well, he's, he's all hyper. He's got to have something he's, to do. He said to me, I've read a book <laughs> to my child every single night since he's been born. Right. He doesn't even want it. <laughs> War and peace, page but one. But he gets it anyway. <laughs> yeah. He's 13, he's moving out. Right. So anyway, I, you know, he's like one of those people. Like Ratso's another guy I want to get together with. Uh-huh. You know, all these guys want to get together with me and commiserate. Hey, why don't we just schedule one evening? Yeah, and get, get like a the big, uh, get mm. a, like a smoker. Well, I want yeah, to have a card game. Over. You know, hey, hey, Jackie, you know what I was thinking of? A card game over at the Friars Club. Can you arrange that? I can ask them. Jackie. Play with chips, I think. Yeah. I don't, well, yeah. I have chips. Are you a member? Jackie's barely in there these days. Oh, you're not a member? Yeah, of course I'm a member. So why do you have to ask? They have a whole card room there. May we use the I, card room? I don't know if you have to uh, take a reservation or something. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to call you the other weekend. Can we get into the Willie B. Williams room? That's where they can play cards. I've seen that room. Hello, love. <laughs> Willie B. Williams room. Is it Willie B. Williams room? Oh, yeah, you want to see that? The disc jockey? Yeah. They have a room after him? Don't they, Jackie? Um, yeah, I think it's... Mm. I think William it's the William B. Williams. Williams bar. It's the George Burns card room, I think. 
Yeah, card room is George Burns, but there's a William B. Williams. He has a Sullivan room, a Sinatra room. <laughs> right. How many rooms in there? I'd like to play in the uh, Willie B. Williams room. Sure. <laughs> the Willie B. Williams room. Give me yeah. your penis light. I'll bring in the penis light. <laughs> we can play with that. I'll bet. I'll bet two penis lamps. <laughs> hey, uh, John, you're on the air. Yeah, Alex, we get KC to sit on that lamp. Yeah, maybe I can hire oh. KC to sit on the lamp. Oh. Turn it on. Turn it off. Yeah, get a clapper. Turn it on. <laughs> John, go ahead. You're on. Hey, you're, you sure you're not going gay? I hope not. <laughs> Just well, from the decor that, alone. What? Because you got a penis? You can't song with, with the Goo Goo Dolls or whoever it was. I'll get out of here. Doing all no chance I'm getting to boys. Get out of here. Yeah, and right after that, he, he oh, got please. illegally separated. That's right. After that song. <laughs> I'm not sure of anything after that song. <laughs> and then he's going to vacation with Ralph. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Strike five. <laughs> Ralph. So anyway, that's uh, that. Oh, well. Here's my day. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get everything going for you again. we got to get started all over again right after these words. Uh, one of the dudes at the station uh, gave me a whole CD. You know, that's so cool now. You can burn stuff into CD. Isn't it? It's the great. Uh, gave me a whole CD of that Metallica show I saw the other night at the, at the uh, oh, Garden. Oh, they have recorded it. Yes, it was great. Well, we ran the whole uh, concert right on this radio station mm. here in New York. So, anyway, uh, Ganji wants to do the TV listings for us. In a second, we're going to meet a woman who says she has star quality. Really? And we you know. will see it. Yeah, she, she wants to be discovered by us. Okay. And, uh, go ahead, Ganji. All right, I noticed one of the big things on tonight, uh, Craig Kilborn, uh, they're listing Kilborn. no guests tonight. There, uh, there. It's actually a no guest night, so it's just going to be him all night. Ah, uh, that was interesting. Wow, thank you. And by the way, he he's doing so well, Craig Kilborn. That that's a he good can't idea. Get a guest. <laughs> <laughs> can't get a guest night. All right. Well, he's trying to do something different. Go ahead. Uh, you know, tonight is is the big uh, tree lighting in Rockefeller Center. <laughs> yeah. Baba Boo said you got the kids tonight. That'd be really good for you to do. Oh. I said, are you nuts? Go down terrible. to the. Are you going to bring him down to that at some point? No. It's a crush of people. Like, it you is. cannot believe. It's horrible. I, I took Ashley to the blowing up of the Thanksgiving Day Parade that's, balloons. That's always real cool. But there's a crush of people. Yeah. Oh, my God. There must have been, I don't know, thirty to 50,000 people down there. Seeing them blown up is almost as big as watching the parade. I think it's better. It's yeah. much better. I don't care about them floating down the street. Well, what was they weird is... up when they're on the ground. If you remember that night, it was an unusually warm night. It was like a summer night. Uh -huh. You didn't even need a coat. So everybody was out, like cockroaches. <laughs> and they got those lights uh -huh. beaming down. Oh, it's really yeah. incredible. And I, I put on a hat and a disguise and everything. I mean, I put on this big woolly cap and uh, wear different glasses and everything. People walk right up. Hey, Howard. <laughs> the worst is when you do that and you look terrible, and everyone and people say, "Oh, you're going incognito today." I know, yeah. And some guy, yeah, and, I, and you look like a real dork. And someone said to me, "You want to take a picture of me?" I go, "Look at me. Do you think I want a picture of this? Come on." I look like a chemo. I look. I'm going through chemotherapy. Yeah, I had that happen the other day. Oh, Robin, you're wearing a disguise today. Yeah, some disguise. <laughs> There's something about my big giant frame and gorky face that cannot be hidden. Uh, you have no idea. You have no idea. Well, you do stand out in the crowd. I sure do. <laughs> as Jackie has pointed out many times. I've never seen it. Right. Believe me, if I was a ghost, they'd know me. 
Anyway, what else is on TV? Go ahead. Uh, on UPN Tonight, Jason Alexander's hosting uh, UPN Tonight. Ultimate Trek, Star Trek's Greatest Moments. I heard that was good. It got like three stars in yeah, the newspaper. I saw a review yesterday that said it was really good, and the Star Trek after it is good. Somebody sent me a copy of it to watch, and I couldn't. I said, why do I want to watch? The best episodes? The, like, like chunks of the best episodes of Star Trek. Uh -huh. I'm not sure I, I get it. So, I don't think I'm going to be watching it, but... Who knows? Everybody was uh, saying it was supposed to be really good. How could it be so good? Uh, yeah, it's Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, I love Star Trek, but let me see an episode. We've seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And uh, uh, Garth Brooks has another special. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Brooks. Right after the tree line. Does, do those specials get ratings? Yes, one every night. I know. Did you see the VH1 aired at fake... Uh, documentary on that whole Chris Gaines guy. No, they made. I, I don't get Garth Brooks. No, I don't, I don't know who his fans are. But I don't get a lot of stuff. CBS uh, over the last uh, Thanksgiving week, they had Shania Twain had a special, Celine Dion had a special, and Ricky Martin. Really, had a special. I know. It's good to look at. I don't get that. I don't get it. All right, All right you done? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to listen to you. And Dawson's in Roswell. And Dawson's in Roswell. And Dawson's. I like Gagey so into the show. Dawson's. It's like one name. It's like Dawson's Creek. Right. Dawson's. It'll be just initials. DC. DC. Dawson's Creek had its first bad episode the other night. Which one was that? The one where they're they're doing the Blair Witch Project. Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it sucked. I just like the regular show. Don't give me special Don't themes. Special thing. Yeah. Because I hate it when they didn't have to get back to the storyline. Right. Because they've interrupted it. Yeah. It was their first bad episode. They were batting a thousand. Anyway, um, so, okay, just real quick. This might be interesting to you. You know the, song, the hit song, Mambo Number 5? A little bit of Erica at my side. A little bit of eh, 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 eh. <laughs> you know that song? A little bit of read is what I need. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of money. Uh, you know that song? Mm-hmm. Well, can't get away from it. Yeah, I know. Well, that song, it's got the engineer as a DJ, you know? Yeah. It's like he has a DJ business where he's... I can't imagine how he spins records at people's parties, but he does. Does he really do that or does he just say he does? No, I've seen him do it. <laughs> I've seen people... Uh, I've seen people hire him. Oh I have a presentation. <laughs> what is it? He's doing the e-Christmas party tonight. Oh. Is that tonight? Yes. Oh, I should go to that. We weren't oh. invited? No, we're invited every year and we ignore it. Yeah, you just ignore it. I think I went to it last year. I went to the... Uh, you went to the K-Rock party last year. I went to the radio station Christmas yeah. party last year. And K-Rock stopped hiring him. Yeah, well, so of course. He's doing the e-one tonight. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, but he's fun. it's fun to hire him because you can goof on him. Uh. So he comes in and he goes, Do you know that Mambo number five... <laughs> Well, it's old Casey Kasem. Yeah, right, right, right. He goes, and he, it's like, you would have thought he discovered the cure for cancer. Yeah, what did he say? He goes, Mambo number five is a song, the song came out years ago from the king of Mambo, Perez Prez Prado. A guy put out a record years ago, an instrumental record. I'll play you the cut right now. This is a cut called Mambo Number no. 5. And what this guy did was just put words on it. put words. Uh, here comes Scotty. so proud of this. How did you learn about this, Scott? It's it's like Casey Kasem. I've been playing it for years at, at weddings and, and parties. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's this is called Perez Prez Prado, King of Mambo. And the song is Mambo Number no. 5. This is it. It's Scott looking at you like, you see? I believe it. 
I play it. I play it. <laughs> you really play this. You put some words I to have. it. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I know. But I'm going to put some words to it right now. I'm very bald and I can't believe it. I can't believe how my hair fell right hair out. A little bit of hair is what I need. We'll a little bit of hair is all I need. There's all kind of mumbo num- numbers over there. No, there's mumbo. We'll mumbo number 69. Uh, mumble. Hey. Yeah, this is the song. A little bit of polish on my head to make it shine right up to the sky. <laughs> a little bit of in my voice. A little bit of polish on my head. So there it is. That song. Mambo number five. Was a guy just listening to Mambo number five from Perez Prez Prado. And uh, his nickname. Does it, do they have other instrumentals? Yeah. Well, maybe I should listen. Mambos. This is Mambo number nine, I think. Well, this is Mambo number eight. Oh, number eight. Right. Let me see. I think it's the same song. Is it? Let's see. Mambo number eight. All right. If I like Mambo number eight, I'll just put some put words some to words it. Words to it. <laughs> is that all there is to it? Yeah. What? Wait. Here, wait. All right. Here, let me see if I can bring this up. This is a different song. I could write a song to this. A little bit of fuzz in my ears. <laughs> Sounds like the other one. I know. <laughs> Who can distinguish these songs? You're not kidding. Wait a second. Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom was actually a big hit. Yes, I know the name. Yeah, you'll, you'll know the song. Too. So you played this at parties? Yeah. Even before it became... Oh yeah, I, I, I he was on way ahead of my it. time. Re- no, seriously, people request this thing. Well, they request Latin stuff. Okay. You know, and you knew Bob about Bob this. Yeah, oh. I've had that. Here. Here's my next big hit song. A little bit of. Why? Why if I put some lyrics to it? <laughs> Doesn't have the right beat. Oh. So you mean that guy, Mambo Johnny, or whatever his name is? Lou Bega. Lou Bega. Yeah. He's done one thing, but he didn't do it? Right. All right, okay. <laughs> he did one so thing. So little of it. Right. Yeah, now, we, now it turns out he didn't do anything. He had a little bit of uh, talent. A little bit of talent's all I have. A little bit of an idea. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. But Scott, if you heard this all those years, why didn't you think to say something over the word, over the music? Because I have no talent. All right. The funny thing about Scott is he could listen to that over and over again. Never come to. Never dawned on him. No. Where's the words? Seven one eight peg fifty forty never rings. I can't believe my phone it never rings. <laughs> no one wants to hire me for parties anymore. <laughs> A little personality is all I need. I need a little money so my kids can eat. A little bit of hair on my head. I walk around like I am half fed. Hey! <laughs> Do the mambo. The Scott Mambo. Hey! The Scott Mambo. The bald mambo. Mambo number bald. The hairless. The hairless mambo. <laughs> A little personality is what I need. I need a little money so my kids can eat. A little bit of hair on my head. I walk around like I am half dead. <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, 
um, you know that that guy you're talking about who just did this song. He probably was a DJ at parties. Probably, too. yeah, probably. Andy, you're on the air. Oh, Howard. Yeah. Good morning. And good morning, Robin. Good morning. Uh, I was curious, Howard, when you're out or, or at a at a function, is there a certain uh, class of people that uh, bother you more than others, or is it right across uh, right across the board? You mean rich or poor? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was at the Waldorf Astoria, and Paul Newman was there on Saturday, and and nobody really bothered him at all. Well, there are people who get bothered, and there are people who don't. Well, I think that uh, no, there is no class of people. I could go to uh, I could go to the Waldorf Astoria, although they probably throw me out. <laughs> I, they won't let you. Know. you in. I mean, I could go there, and, and um, you know, if there were some wealthy people there, all of a sudden they come up and they and they kind of try to be like you know. You're not going to believe this, but I listen to your show. Oh, you know, they're all taken with themselves. They're like such rebels because they listen to my show. You're not going to believe this. I'm like, well, I can believe it, Jack off. What else are you going to listen to in the morning? No thrill to talk. Yeah, but uh, then, but then you meet people who are, you know, working people. Right. And they're great. They just come up and they go, "Hey, man, we love the show." That's that's. Just say what you mean. People that people feel are approachable and that yeah. they can say something to, and then there are people who they are afraid to approach. Yeah. Is it an imposition on you? No, not at all. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, what, that someone says they enjoy my work? Absolutely not. Well, when I've they been sit at the to... table. The, weird, the, weird, the only time it's an imposition, like I was walking down the street the other night after I took Ashley to see the uh, balloons being oh. blown up. Mm-hmm. And I'm with the kid and this really whacked out girl, but she had to be a mental patient. Like people would just come up to me, hey, Howard, love the show, right? Right. But this girl comes up and she goes, Howard, Howard, Howard. And I go, hey, how you doing? What's happening? And she goes, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I said, oh, great. Hey, you like the show? She goes, yeah, I like the show. Hey, where are you going? I said, well, I'm with my daughter. I'm walking I'm walking home. She goes, don't blow me off. Don't you? Hey, you're blowing me off. Like she got mental. And I went, I'm not blowing you off, lady. I got to go. I'm with my kid. Yeah, a hello is fine. Then she starts yelling in the middle of the street. I can't believe you're blowing me off, you ass. And I went. Whoa. All of a sudden, you're in her nightmare. Yeah, like, like, honey, what do you want me to do? You want me to stop and have a whole thing? I, I mean, I was being polite. I was being... I mean, I don't mind people saying they like my show. Crap. I mean, that's what you hope for when you get into the business. Why Why do you go through the uh, the torment of, of on a warm night dressing up, though? Well, you do it because uh, you, you, don't, you don't want to attract so much attention that uh, you, your kid can't sit and watch the floats. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. But, but like I said... Uh, then you become a float. Right, you're the parade. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the float. So if, if and by the way, you have no idea. It, it does freak out kids. I mean, they don't understand what's going on. Right. Right. You know. All right. Hey, thanks, dude. Thank you. All right. No, but I'm not looking to. You know. I mean, everybody likes hearing their work is good. So that's always good. That's all good. Like Scott, the engineer, never hears his work is good. He, he keeps asking for it. Nobody says it. I'm still waiting to hear that. I look my ass off. I look my ass off. There's no ass. Yeah, right. He doesn't have an ass. Uh, Mike, you're on the air. Hey, Howard, how are you? Yo. Listen, uh, this past Wednesday, at the, the Thanksgiving Wednesday, uh, this guy, Lou Vega, the Mambo Number no. 5 guy, performed at this club in the city. And uh, everybody was throwing water bottles at him. him <laughs> off the stage. He got booed off the stage, huh? <laughs> that That's must funny. That is a little bit of sad. <laughs> Errol, you're on the air. Um, hey, Howard, what's up? Hey, man. Uh, this is Errol. I'm in uh, San Diego, and I just wanted to say that uh, Perez guy, he did the uh, original Mambo cut, yeah. but then his son re uh, redid a version with words, and then that Lou Vega uh, did the same song, but he just gave it like a funkier beat. 
You can't. Oh. He didn't even write the words. You mean the, the words were written by another guy? Yeah, the words were written by the Perez's son. Oh man, it's getting worse. <laughs> so the guy didn't do anything. Scott could have found the words. Oh and man, just the song. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. Hey, hey man. Uh, I was talking about Mambo with numbers in them. There was a Mambo called Mambo '69 done back in 1950 by a guy named Al Castellanos. And it's uh, very suggestive, and the other side of it is called Speak Up Mambo, if you want to get a hold of it. Yeah, well, I'm not that into, not into it. like the Mambo. Yeah, I'm not into Mamboing. <laughs> no. God, you should see me on my feet. I should sit in a definitely chair. Definitely not the Mambo. Yeah, you definitely don't want to see the Mambo. <laughs> I don't even know what the Mambo is. I don't either. And when you listen to that, you say, people are dancing. Well, Isn't that what Robert Duval does? No, he. what is he into? Uh, He's into the tango. tango. Oh, tango. Yeah. That really looks weird. But people take lessons, so that's why they can right. just right. spot right. and say, right. play a mambo, because right. they know how to do it. Then they well, want to and what's weird is they want to show off. And, and it's so unrelaxed. Yeah. I know. They look like two sticks moving across the floor. They might as well put those little, with little their, Yeah. Yeah, they might as well, they're counting with their lips, you know. Yeah, right. You're, you're, on, you're on the air. Go ahead. Howard. Yeah. Yeah, I was 12 years married. Yeah. And uh, I'm married. I'm going to get remarried to a dancer. Stripper? A stripper? Yeah. yeah. Good a, luck. <clears throat> Good luck, dude. I was a Girl Scout leader. I was a PTA vice president. <laughs> I was vice president of parents with our partner. Really? And what happened? It, it's amazing. You I'm, sounded miserable. Yeah. Oh, it was a nightmare. But but everybody's the same. Actually. You get involved in all that stuff because you're programmed to do it. I, I had custody of my daughter. I still do. Oh, and it, it was just like, you know, you talk about a nightmare. You think, you think it's bad when you're married. When you're single, it's worse. Don't marry a stripper, dude. Uh, I, I, I've tossed it around a million times. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've been with it two years. A lot of those chicks cheat on their husbands. Well, she's not dancing anymore. Yeah. Oh, all right, that's but, cool. You know, it's funny. I had more women hitting on me at the PTA than, than anything else. I was sleeping with a girl for, for six months, and uh turns out her husband was a merchant marine. Hmm. She told me she was divorced. Then he came home. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. All right, dude, you got to go. Yep. All right, one more call. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Hey. Howard, let's go. Uh, I was surprised you weren't on uh, the ten most fascinating people. Yeah, that, really. But Barbara Walters, when I when I was put out the movie Private Parts, I guess she started to think I was getting so big that she might she have to put have me to pay attention. Yeah, this was the, so she sent me a note. I don't even remember what the note says, but she's such a cow. I saw right through it, and she was probably thinking, well, she's got to develop a relationship yes, with me. Working you. She like it seemed like she was no longer going to be able to ignore me. Yeah. And then I don't know. Then she never like interviewed me. I don't even know why she sent me the letter. Well, I think, I think that was her name. opening. Her, her opening dance. Yeah. She woos. <laughs> yeah. So then um, who knows? You might have said something and stopped all. Yeah. <laughs> got on there and talked about your Vietnam experience and. Yeah, well, she's such a load. The only time I'd use her if I was in really big trouble. Yeah, it's really fascinating to hear Monica Lewinsky say, yeah, I want to get my weight under control. Mm. Very fast. Yeah, she's the most fascinating person. <laughs> I'm not as fascinating as that. Not I couldn't hope all. to be. Yeah, not I, at all. Hey, just for the record, I want to get my weight under control, too. <laughs> hey, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of the Mambo 68? No. Uh, you do me, I owe you one. There you go. Thank you. All right. I knew that. Ah. Ah. I could have told you that. Ah. Struggle on your own. Give me a chance. I knew the answer. Blame me, <laughs> Chris, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, ask you about your next movie, Farman. When's it coming out? What's going on with it? Well, I got to tell you the truth. Um, I, you know, I got a script for it. I got a studio. I got two studios that want to make it, and I keep pulling the plug on it. 
Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should do it or not. I think it's a big time commitment to do it right. I get so much crap from people because I want to put out fart, man. Oh. You know, everyone's like, well, we don't know, you know, if this yeah. is the right next move. And, you know, I got to admit, I'm busy as hell. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm so busy. Yeah, I wish all these projects, I don't know when you'd fit it in. I've got uh, got four television shows on the air right now. I got the uh, Son of the Beach, which will be out in March, which right. I cannot wait for you guys to see because I know you're going to love this show. It's funny as hell. Then I got, I mean, we, we start shooting next week. I got Doomsday, the cartoon, which is a lot of work to develop. It takes a full year to develop that. Right. I got our CBS uh, Saturday night special there, you know, that we do every week. I got uh, the E! show. I've got a film script in development, and I think we're going to have another show for a network uh, in development very soon. If, in fact, um, I have time. So, you know, I, I don't even know, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> so how am I going to go make a movie? How are you going to make a movie? Plus, i got to schedule the kids in. I don't want to... You know, you'll have a half hour to shoot everything. Yeah, i got to get some quality time in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can come to the... Right. Well, I just want I'd to like say to have that, some... Uh, you know what? I'd like to have five minutes to put my feet up and watch TV one of these days. That's a nice apartment. You're never there. I'm never in my apartment. I never... I mean... <laughs> You know, I'm thinking the only way to sit, to do this is to put my kids in a show like Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> then go. I'd see him on the set. There you, there you go. You know what? It was funny. I was <laughs> speaking of Kathy Lee and kids. Yeah. This was really funny. I saw it in one of the tabloids. You know how she makes a big deal of saying that uh, her kids only get three Christmas presents. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, because she doesn't want them spoiled. Jesus only got three presents. Oh. On the day he was what born. Are, it's the uh, what's day. the c word? I can't say that yet. <laughs> oh. I cleared that. <laughs> That's the day that you know Jesus yeah. was born, and we're commemorating. And Jesus only got three presents, so my kids <sighs> get three presents. Oh, she and nuts! They have to then, you know, of course, give some toys away or something. Oh like yeah, that. she makes them. You know what's the most dramatic thing? She makes the kids. She gives them gifts, and then Look she makes them. Look at yourself and see what you want to give them. And away. the day she makes them give it away to poor kids. Which is one of the things, experts. You know, when you're trying to create charitable, yeah. uh, they say know, don't do it. Feelings in your kid. That's one of the worst things to do. Oh, force them to resent it. Every giving something up. Every child psychologist says never do that. Yeah. That's you forcing your children to give up something they value. Right. But then I understand that she throws these birthday parties mm. that are just absolutely ridiculous. Lavish. So while the kid only gets three, the rest of the year, you know, like the Christmas mm. party is at FAO Schwartz. Right. Right. Or the birthday party is at FAO Schwartz. And you know what? So the, that they can run through there and take every toy they want. And you know what the three gifts are like like delaware a rolls royce right, and a spaceship right, right, a humvee yeah a humvee <laughs> here's your keys here's the key to your new humvee oh please uh, she wants those kids to be famous in the worst way and and privileged yeah because she can't stand to be in a house with somebody who's not famous that's my theory it was really funny because even when she sent you the note yeah and she was saying you know uh, the, these people you know famous people sent me a note when i was down and out. down and out and i thought that was so wonderful so now she thinks famous people need notes from other famous people yeah. when they're having a bad time well i saw her, she was being good to you i saw her yeah like, <laughs> what she does every day now is she opens up the newspaper and uh -huh. she writes 15 notes a day right. to people in trouble but she didn't know that until other famous right. people did it right Hey, Howie. Yeah. <laughs> She's too much. Howie. Meanwhile, she probably sucking with envy over Regis's hit show. Oh. Yeah. Probably can't deal with it. Oh, it's Why killing her. Yeah, that's good. I'm so happy Regis has a hit show. She kept trying. Remember, she was always floating these, I'm going to have a sitcom. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I have my specials. Meanwhile, he's the hottest thing on television. Uh, you know, they just announced that they're bringing it back for a full-time run. It'll be on like three nights. Of course. Week. 
I like that they can't get the shows in development fast enough. <laughs> that ABC can't figure out how to get they that dopey show. I could throw it together in five minutes right here in the studio. What is it hard to find those contestants? Yeah, I mean, what is difficult about if, if I had a hit show like that on ABC? Get it on now! Finally, get something big. Yeah. Right. Do it. I mean, it's, they got people for every other show. They can't find people. Definitely no. Hey, Howard. Yo. I got a quick question. Sure. Jerry Springer. Right. Why? Why is he allowed to be on the air at three o'clock in the afternoon? But your your show has to be on E, you know, late night. My show doesn't have to be on E late night, but that's the time we choose to air it. But I mean, I mean, I love watching it at time. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, it just seems like you know. Yeah, you're gonna run home at three o'clock in the afternoon, is it? You gonna watch me? Uh, well, I work nights. Jerry Springer. So. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know how to answer that question. I don't even know that I care. Yeah. By the way, they have had to go I back just, to the fight. <laughs> oh, they did. You get crucified a lot for your show, and you know, a lot of well, I get crucified for everything, then everybody else does it, but. They wait till I get crucified. All right. All right. Thanks, man. All right, it's thanks. really funny because they keep taking the fights out, putting them back in, taking yeah. the fights out, putting them back in. They're back in for a while now. I was going to tell you something about Kathy Lee, but I can't think of it. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. just went in my head and it went out. Oh, okay. Right before the break here, let me just um, play this. You know, we get a lot of songs sent to us by listeners. This is this one takes the all-time bad taste award. <laughs> um, What's the subject matter? The subject matter is the Egyptian airline crash. Uh-oh. Um, this is... Um, Crazy like an Egyptian. <laughs> this is some guy sitting and talking into his tape recorder. Jets in the air, he tells the captain, go ahead, take a little break. Turns off the autopilot, shuts the engine down, plane begins to shake. Captain returns, takes one look, and frantically yells what's going on. Co-pilot screams, it's in God's hands, Abdul, there's no time to turn around. All the sheiks in the first class seats yell, Allah, 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 Allah. Crash like an Egyptian. That's uh, a crash like an Egyptian. <laughs> All right, there it is. That's a that's a pretty bad one. <laughs> Have we heard enough? Yes. All right, we got to take a break, and then we're going to meet the girl who has star quality. All right. Can't wait to meet a star. Yeah, she feels that she's going to be a star. Wouldn't it be great if the next big star walked in here <laughs> yeah. and announced it? That would be great. I think she's going to sing for us. Okay. All right, we'll be back right after these words. The Howard Stern Show. Tonight on Hot Coffee, Kathy Lee's picture-perfect marriage is exposed in a nasty scandal. Now she's getting help from a most unlikely source, Howard Stern. All right, here's my statement, Hard Copy. Say your prayers in Howard to the rescue. The news just keeps getting worse for Kathy Lee Gifford. First, Globe Magazine those freeze frames of her husband, Frank, having a fling with a former flight attendant. Today, her most outspoken enemy, Howard Stern, came back from the Cannes Film Festival and launched an all-out radio air assault on her husband's sex scandal. Let's put it this way. Every guy in America seems to be cheating. It's just that it's more fun to make fun of Frank and Kathy Lee. Howard had hours of fun at the Gifford's expense this morning, but then his bash fest took a bizarre turn when he finally made his exclusive statement to hard copy. You would think that I would be the first to laugh at the misfortune that has struck at the heart of what we were all led to believe was the perfect marriage. But I'm not gloating. No, I'm not gloating today. 
And here's where it gets even stranger. Howard, who has made a career of talking about the pleasures of the flesh and the temptation of forbidden fruit, preaches to the Giffords about faith. Yes, faith. At this time of crisis, and to cling to one another. Cling to one another in prayer, Frank and Kathy Lee. So much for the gospel according to Howard. Hello, I'm Mankind, the big-time pro wrestler. I used to be Cactus Jack. Before that, I was Liz Taylor. Thinking about running for Pope. Hey, if Jesse can be governor, then I can either cure cancer or become Pope. And I like that swell hat, so Pope it will be. And now, from the top of the Howard Stern Building, on the Stolen Vehicle Police Recovery Network, it's a man who wrestles professionally with his penis. Howard... Spurred. Yeah, mankind. That's the way to do it, buddy. Kick some frigging ads. You know, they say they're going to tone down uh, SmackDown. Yeah, well, who cares? Well, if they had any balls, they wouldn't tone down like me. I lost all my sponsors time and time again. You know what they said? They're businessmen. That mankind better stop hanging around with Elfin Boy. starting to talk like it. Hey, listen, Jackie, way too many Heineken Martling has big news for all of his three fans. His filthy new Oleo CD, Come Again, includes Fool's Gold. And all Sam goodies are called 1-800-323-KING. Next Thursday, December 9th at Rascal's Comedy Club, you can see Jackie live. Imagine spending an evening with him in person. Yeah, boy, get the thrill. I gotta tell you. Get everybody. Yeah, I sit so close to him every day, and it's really thrilling. In West Orange, New Jersey, it's Rascal's and Jackie. For information on Jokeland Web Mall, visit Jokeland.com. Congratulations, Jackie. And to you. Right. I have a lot to be congratulated on. Me too. Um, all right, before we get to this girl who says she has star quality... And yes, you're right. I saw that in the newspaper. The World uh, Wrestling Federation has to tone down yeah. SmackDown because a lot of sponsors are now saying it's too violent. The Army. The Army. <laughs> the Army says it's too violent. You know which movie I was watching the other night? I'm laying in bed and um, I got the satellite. So they, they had that Demi Moore movie where I mean, she's she, a soldier. She's a soldier. G.I. Jane. You know, like I would never watch that movie on tape or anything, but. If you see it and you cannot resist watching it, it is really? the goddamn dumbest movie it's on awful. the planet. I got awful. that on DVD and I never watched it. Is yeah, it terrible. It's, it's, it's awful. It's not that bad that you can't. You see, it's a bad movie that you can watch. The title is. I bad. wouldn't watch it again. I mean, it's not one of those ones you stop every time you see it. You rush away. It goes nowhere. It. It's literally a whole movie. The first, the, the first twenty minutes of the movie, he has to decide. Listen to this. I wonder who pitched this movie. Is it sexy at all? Or no. No. You know how she made a stripper movie that's not sexy? Yeah. And this is a movie about her getting beaten up. Yeah. Her last <laughs> sexy movie was Ghost. That was the only sexy movie I could think of. Right. You know. She's not a sexy woman. I see why Bruce Willis robot. got out of town. Oh, here we go. She's not a sexy woman. And she's good looking as all. I mean. Yes. It's, it's, it should work. Should even, work. even the movie where Robert Redford is going to give her a million dollars to sleep with her. Yeah. It's like, you know, in a million dollars. And she's like yeah. over there. Yeah, There's a lot of these hot actresses who are pretty, beautiful people. Yeah, who are beautiful, but they don't really ooze sex appeal. Yeah. Like, There's something different. There are some chicks who are downright ugly who just have sex appeal. Yeah, it's not necessarily about the look. Yeah, I can't explain it. You know they're available. I've banged a few pigs in my time, and I got news for you. Some of them are better than the hot chicks. Get you going, sure. <laughs> right? They want to they make you happy. Nice. They make the aim to please, and they got good personalities. Come to you. I'm a personality man. Sure you are. Uh, my two favorite things in a woman are personality and vagina. Uh -huh. mm. <laughs> the rest just comes along. Yeah, I, I like how women all think that all of the private parts are the same. They're not. No. You know how they critique our private parts? 
Not all women have the same private parts. Please. They don't. Some are too big, some are too small. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Right. right, some are just right. It's some are too big. That's right. Or, uh, or maybe I'm too small. Be the problem? All I know is it's a little threatening to you for me to critique that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's a little threatening. You don't like it. You don't like it. That's been a free feel. All right, yeah. They're not all the same. And also there's a level of excitement that a woman has. You know whether a woman likes you right away. Here we go with the likes you. If a woman's licking her fingers while she's with you, uh, you know that she don't like it. Whipping out a sponge. Right. She's with you for the wrong reason. I didn't even know what you were talking about yesterday. It took me a few minutes to figure out what the hell you were saying. Oh, you've done that. Never. 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 You've never had to do that with a man. So that means you're, you're turned I on by a I sleep with somebody I wasn't into. Right. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I have scruples. Mm-hmm. Lick my fingers for no. To turn the page of a newspaper, maybe. Right. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. I lick my fingers, I'm reading. <laughs> well, let me tell you, any woman to be with me is with me for the wrong reason. I know that. All right, so anyway, so, <clears throat> listen. What was I just talking about? Oh, Demi Moore. So listen to the premise of this movie. So the first 15 or 20 minutes, she's like some broad in the Navy or something, and then she's going to be a Navy SEAL. She's got to be a SEAL. There's they don't no other, allow women. There's no, they don't allow women. She's going to be the first woman Navy SEAL. All right? So she's got to go through rigorous training. And through the whole rest of the movie, they're training her, and her whole thing is, I want to be treated just like the men. This is training that guys can't take. Right. right. And the like men, guys drop out. Guys are dropping 75%. out. 75%. Right. And every minute, the women are going, right on, Lieutenant. Keep hanging in there. And she's shivering and shaking, and they're yelling at her. And getting beaten. And beaten. I mean, it's just like, and it's like, you know, come on. It's like, who wants to watch a woman get beaten? They want to let her do easy push-ups, and she goes, no, sir, I want to do men's push-ups just like everyone else. Yeah, right. It's just like, shut And then, up. you know, they're out there in the field, and, you know, all the guys are dying. Right. She's like, come on! Yeah. And she's like a tough guy. <laughs> and so, and then, and then there are some people in the military... A senator is backing her, a female senator. But it turns out the female senator really doesn't want her to succeed. Just wants her to fail. Wants her to fail. And now ah. she's not going to fail just to spite and, her. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you've never seen. I mean, who put like, who this cares? thing? Yeah. <laughs> who put this together? Who could this care about made. this this much? This and yet, money? I'm laying in bed watching it. What's wrong with you? Let me tell you something. I lay in bed and watch that Cindy Crawford movie every time it comes on. You have to watch it. Oh, see, there are some things that are just unwatchable. I and watch it. Another one that you always mm. fat. Please, no. don't even stop. I watch it because... Hit that remote control twice quickly. That movie has to be watched, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Is that the action one where she's... Yeah, action? Yeah, yeah. It's only one, she's only been in one movie. <laughs> but you got to watch that movie to appreciate how stupid Hollywood is. You have to. No, I'm sorry. That no. that is not what I need to do. That is the. It's like you watch an Ed Wood movie. It's one of the worst movies ever made. That is not. But you watch that because you can't believe. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a great exercise in how not to make a movie. That guy was. The, he took it to an art form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Now speaking of Hollywood, as you know, every other person on the street wants to be famous. Of course. What happens if you're sitting at home? And suddenly you say to yourself, I see that I am a star. I have I star quality. That I'm the next one. She goes, I'm the next one, but nobody seems to recognize it. Nobody seems to know. I have to go tell somebody. <clears throat> right. So who does she call me? <laughs> 
Now, if you think I'm talking about Jackie's wife, you're probably right. <laughs> but this is Michelle. She called us. Okay. Here she comes. Wow. <laughs> She's dressed in leopard skin coat with a leopard skin dress and a leopard skin headband. And leopard motif. And leopard boots. <laughs> and she's not a particular, she's not a sex pot in any way, but she has a very attractive body. Her shirt is uh, like a bra. It's, it's see-through. And you can see through to her belly. She obviously has a, take off your coat so we can see a little more of your skin. She's an interesting looking woman. I'm not going to say she's a great looking woman. Where's she from? Chicago. Chicago, okay. And you say you, you are a star. You feel you're, I'm a singer. Right. And I. You have an attractive body. Oh, thank you. I don't think you can. You know, everyone out in the room is saying you're not that hot. Yeah. But I would bang you. You know what, Howard? Yeah. She has um scary eyes. Yeah. You have cuckoo. Eyes. You have kooky eyes. You have giant eyes that bug out of your head. It pop Thanks. Yeah. Well, no, those are scary eyes. No, I mean, listen. A lot of guys would probably worship that. I'm sure you have no problem getting men. No, wear contacts. Right. Wear contacts. Hmm. Do you? You you do? You do wear contacts. Why can you see him? <laughs> Maybe that's why her eyes are bugging out. Because she has big eyes. No, I have big they eyes. Are huge. Her eyes are bugging out because she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you? Uh, are you into leopard skin? Is that your thing? No, it's just the. Uh, what is under the dress? Is that just your bare skin? Yeah. Let me see some of your, some leg. It looks like you. Oh, I see. It's leather pants. That's at your bare skin. Oh, I thought you meant here. No, no, I meant, I meant your pants, yeah. You're wearing leather pants. Turn around, let me see your ass. Come on, let me look you over when you say you're a star. It's not bad. <laughs> She's not bad. What's I find that it, got to do with star quality? If I get a boner, there's something to it. Please, they're not all stars, Howard, just because you get a boner. Why do you think you're a star? Um, I don't know, I've always felt it since I was... A little girl? Yeah. How old are you now? 29. 29 and it hasn't happened yet. You're no spring chicken, that's for sure. Well, yeah. you know, I always say to people like this, Clara Peller was 84 <laughs> oh. before it happened to her. Well, she might be 94 <laughs> before it happens to her. Now, you say you work in show business in the Chicago area. People see you in clubs and things? Oh, well, I I have demo tapes that I've been... But you don't appear anywhere? Not not, not, not right now. Boy. Be trying to. Not, uh, not, not. If Jackie well, was to marry, he'd marry you. And what happened? The band threw you out? No, I just quit the band. And uh, why did you sober. quit? I didn't like being in a band anymore. Right. But right. nothing happened with the band. And, no. Uh, so you probably think that you are a star. In other words, you sit at home and go, you know, I really am a star. I'm just not getting the breaks. Right. That you could I'm be in the business. You could be as big as, let's say, Goldie Hawn or Madonna. Or Madonna. But you're just not getting the breaks. No. It's hard to get noticed. Very hard. Right. It's probably one of the hardest things to get into. You think it's hard for a star to get noticed? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. So, in other words, but no one has has noticed your talent so far. How? Um, what have you done? I mean, what what lengths have you gone to? Well, as I said, I have my demo tapes that I've been trying to get out. She practices in the basement. That's all. Did you ever go to a club and try to sing in a club? Yeah, I used to be in a band. Oh, you do. Okay. All right. All right. So, so and, what? And then she was only singing backup in the band, so the band didn't even recognize. Right. I had a couple, had a couple leads. Yeah, but, but uh, they didn't feature you a no, lot. No. Why don't you try filleting a very powerful disc jockey? Oh. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like that'll Rick help. Dees. Yeah, go to Rick Dees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a tape. you do have a tape. Yeah. But would you sing something for us now? Is that what you want to do? I mean, how do you want to show us your talent? 
Well, I was thinking maybe you want to play a song, and then maybe I'd, I don't know. What do you want? I have my demo tape here of one of my... Do you want to sing something now? Do you have backing track? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm acapella. Acapella. Yeah. Right, so then why don't you sing something acapella? What would you sing for us? But do you want to hear my tape first? I don't. I, I don't have time. Oh. I mean, you should have given that to KC to begin with. Oh, I, d I did. KC, yeah, did you know, we, we decided we decided that she was going to sing acapella. Oh, you did decide. Yes. That. Okay. All right. <laughs> Are you going to strip as you sing? No. No, you don't even want to do that. You really want to be a star. Yeah, but right. I don't want to be a singer. All right. Okay. And what do you do to make money? I'm an esthetician. A what? Esthetician. You are an esthetician. You do facials. Mm -hmm. <laughs> facials, makeup, wax. A lot of the stars started that way. Nothing. Sure, you know. Give a good massage shower. Do you, honey? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about that later. I could use one of those. And you never massaged anybody who uh, could help you out, huh? No. I'm just I looking am. at KC. He's still trying to figure out what acapella means. <laughs> could you spell that? Archipelago. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big word. Huh? Well, you know, Madonna used to get nude to get famous. Did you know that she used to she pose would do nude? Anything. Yeah, anything to get famous. Maybe you should take off some clothes. This is what a star would do. Yeah. Somebody yeah. who really yeah. knows their star, they go to whatever length mm -hmm. it takes. You, you know, you got nice boobs. Oh, are, thanks. Are those real? Yeah. Wow. Very wow. attractive body. All right. Are you ready to uh, sing something? Sure. All right. Let it shine. Okay. At least take off that dopey hat. <laughs> What it's is a that? Headband. It's a headband. Pick up that dopey headband. Let's see what no, it's no, doing. No, no, no. It's holding the head. My hair's not done. Oh, oh. What the hell is that? A babushka? It looks like it's hiding antenna. You know? Hey, it's a certain <laughs> look. Are you from Mars? It's a certain look. Yeah. <laughs> it's a certain dumb look. All right. Why don't you take off that dress so we can see you in your leather pants and bra? Hey. I mean, you know, you don't want to. Oh. All right. Yeah, it's sort of like a Joan Jet kind of. Thing. Yeah, I'm trying to. All right. I'm trying to give you fashion advice. Oh, come on. You look silly. Oh, come on. All right, go ahead. All right. All right. She's gonna sing something acapella. Her name is Michelle. Mikel. Michelle Mikel. Mikel. Michelle Mikel. No, just Mikel. 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 Your name is M I C H E L L E, right? M I C H E L. And it's really it's Michelle. Yes, but I like I like. Oh, you like Michelle? Oh, name please, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Michelle. All right, Michelle. You know, you ever hear of um, whatever you want to call me? Don't be Michelle. Well, let it be Michelle. You ever hear of Jorel <laughs> from the Planet Krypton? <laughs> he made her. She's Michelle. See, people laugh when you say that. She's Superman's sister. <laughs> Michelle Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. You don't want to be a joke, do you? No. All right, Be Michelle. All right, here comes Michelle. Michelle, let's go with it. <laughs> Why you were robbing Ophelia for a while? <laughs> and you notice how, how quickly I switch. <laughs> Mikel is drinking water. Yes, I have to All right. Control. She's a little nervous. Okay. How about the name I Am Horny? Ah. <laughs> All right, everyone's coming. You must have star power. Baba Boo is coming in to see. Uh, I gotta see. I gotta see the star. What is it, Baba Boo? Hi. I think there's really only one thing to do with this girl. Come on. Seen her charisma? Yeah. Let's get her naked. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Let's get Oh, yeah. Why would you not get naked for us? Because I'm, I'm Italian, you know, I don't do that. What are you, Italian? That's right. Italian. Southside. What if I said to you? Yeah, <laughs> is it Madonna Italian? I think it's, I think, give me my millionaire music. If she tells me she's not getting naked, that gets me That's ready. a challenge. Yes. Now, let's talk about it. Have you ever gotten naked in front of men before? No. It's time to play Who Wants to Get Naked? <laughs> well, you say you don't want to get naked, but... Well, let's know I don't want to let me offer you something. Have you ever gotten topless? You have not. Well, let's talk about it for a second. Certainly no harm in talking about it, don't you think? Go right ahead. All right. What if I told you I'd give you a prize mm -hmm. to get topless? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you got laid? 
I'm married. I get laid all the time. Oh, you are married. Husband's in the green room. Uh, see, that's a problem. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. He wants her to be a star. <laughs> Mikhail? Is your husband white? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mikhail, do you travel a lot? No. Just checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you have on your prize list, Baba Buhai? Well, I think uh, I've been to Las Vegas, Mikhail. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go back and uh, stay for four days and three nights? All for free on us with you Let and your me husband? tell you what I can offer you right now, Mikhail. I can give you a trip to Las Vegas for three nights. Wow. Courtesy of TBS, mm-hmm. Eternal Broadcasting System. That's your airfare, your ground transportation. That's right. Hotel. Now through December 11th, catch 15 days of 07 every night on TBS Superstation. So the first gift and that $10 I'm going to offer you. quarters. <laughs> I'm going to give you a trip to Vegas for it's you and your husband. Quarters. That's for her and her husband, right? That's right. Trip or two. Well, if you really want to have a good time, don't bring your husband. Yeah, bring your girlfriend. <laughs> what do you think of that? Just to take off your top. I won't get naked. Under well, any I circumstance. I can't say I won't get naked. Well, that's what you say. That's what I mean. Let me ask you something. Yes. What if I sweeten the pot right now? What? What? I want you down to your... What are you wearing? A thong underneath those leather pants? Mm-hmm. All right. I want you down to thong and topless. Oh. But listen to what I'm going to offer you before you say no. Oh, okay. Are you shaved? Do you have winter bush? <laughs> oh, no. You do not. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to offer you five plays of your song, mm-hmm. your tape, mm-hmm. on this radio station. National 50 Cities. How many? National 50 Cities, you know your the, music. Do you know who listens to the show? Everybody. I mean, do you know the big celebrities in L.A.? Do you know some of the biggest record executives here in New York and Los Angeles listen to the show? Mm-hmm. What I am giving you, and I'm going to... Do you know who was discovered <laughs> on the show? Excuse me, Robin, go ahead. Who was discovered, Bubba? Jennifer Aniston. Yep. Really? Yep, she did this show, and, and she got friends. friends. And that is a true story. Belzer got homicide. That's Richard right. Belzer got homicide. If I play your song for 17 million people, particularly into the Los Angeles area, where every big agent... Howard, what's Carney the, Wilson got a TV right. show. Right. Yeah, I mean, Givens got forgiven for guests. Right. <laughs> Barry Levinson, the great director and the creator of Homicide, was driving in his car in Baltimore when he heard bells are on the show and decided he had to have them. So what I'm offering to you. And all these people had to get naked, huh? No, they did You're not. You're just saying that people are listening. Okay. And I'm not asking you to be naked. I'm asking you for a thong Mm-mm. and bralas. No. And that is, that is my final offer. Play her tape. For a record executive. That's right. I can. All right. I hold can it. Hold it. Hold it. I didn't offer that yet. I was just saying you could. I'm I could. All right. Afraid. Okay. Here's what I'm going to offer. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Okay. If you take off your top now, mm-hmm. let's strip down to a thong. Mm-hmm. Right, Jackie. Mom and Dad, turn the radio off. Right. I think there might be some nudity. <laughs> I will play your song five times. How long is that song, by the way? Uh, about three minutes. All right. That's fine. I'll play your song three times during the course of this program. I will give you a trip to Vegas for you and your husband. Mm-hmm. And I will personally take your tape and hand it to Steve Leeds. And what's that other record guy? Harvey. Harvey Leeds. Harvey Leeds. And what about the Danny guy? Bird? Actually, you, know, you, know, goofy, uh, you know who you could really hand it to? Oh. This, this and Tommy Mottola? You could hand it to Tommy Mottola. All right. Do you know who Tommy Mottola is? He's the man who started Mariah Carey's career and runs Sony Records. What about Phil Quaterera? Okay. President of Virgin <laughs> Records. Okay. Those are the two guys I know personally, so I can guarantee you I can put your tape in the hands. Tommy Mottola, Phil Quaterero, who is the head of Virgin Records. Even though you wouldn't know it looking at him. <laughs> but he is the head of Virgin Records. Don't go by that. 
I will take your tape also and give it to Ross Zapin from Warner Bro uh, from Jeffin Dream DreamWorks. Oh, see so you now in DreamWorks. Yeah, Jeffin yeah. doesn't exist. Anymore. DreamWorks <clears throat> Records. Steve Leeds and Harvey Leeds from Harvey Leeds is uh, Sony Records. Steve Leeds is Universal. Right. Danny Bush Atlantic Records. And all you have to do is take off your top and strip down to a thong. Now, what is your answer? Can't do it. You sure? Is that is that your I, final I answer? Can't. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I can't. I, okay, that's it. Hold on. Everything is off the table. Hold on a second. Yes. Are you sure? Do you want you don't want to bring your husband in to ask him. Do you want a lifeline? It's not, a, it's not about my husband. Do you want a lifeline? I I can't do it. Do you want a lifeline? I can let your husband be your lifeline. Do you want to talk to him about it? No, 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 no. It's not, it's not up to my husband. Wait, lifeline music is on. <laughs> Bring in the lifeline. Oh, boy. Here is Mikkel's lifeline. Don't call her that. What? Don't call her Mikkel. Don't buy into that. No. That's what she wants to be called. What's wrong with Mikkel? Not your name. Gary. Does your husband call you Mikkel? His name is Sharon. When you were 10 <laughs> years old, what did they call you? Michelle. Exactly. All right. You are married to this woman? Yes. I'll All right. Are you aware of what is on the table? H, I, I only heard uh, the trip and the... the... trip to Vegas is on the table. Mm -hmm. Our record played five times. Making our stop. Also, I will take the tape and hand it to Tommy Mottola, the president of Sony Records, Ross Zapin from Geffen Records, Phil Quaterero, the head of Virgin Records, Danny Bush from Atlantic, and Stephen Harvey Leeds. Universal Insurance. Oh, you left out the plays, Howard. Yeah. And I, I said the plays. Yeah, Five plays of the record. All of that, just to see your wife's boobs and in a thong. Which is practically like being on a beach in, say, Central Pay. You know what right. I mean? If she, start <clears throat> and she has a beautiful body, there's certainly nothing to be ashamed of. Tell her body. She doesn't have a job where she's a school teacher or anything like that where she could be fired. It is clearly something we need to see. She has something we need, and we have something she needs. It's a, right. Now, how long have you been married to this woman? Uh, three, almost four years. Okay. I'm going to give you now 30 seconds. That's all we can allow for Lifeline to discuss it with your woman. Try to get her in line. Go ahead. <laughs> give me a line. There's nothing to discuss. You're wasting your 30 seconds. Your 30 seconds begin now. It's up to you. No. You think she should do it, don't you? Naked. Do you think she should do it? Would you do it? It's a wonderful opportunity. I'll tell you what, he can get naked and I'll sing. If she's serious about her if she's serious about her career, we don't want to see him. If she's serious you anyway. If she's serious about her career, this could be this could be it. You admit. I mean she has no other shot. No one way or the other after this. That's one thing. Great opportunity, I'm not gonna lie to you. Right. Mikkel, after you leave here today, what what other shots do you think you'll have? I mean, do you sing, think you'll ever meet a Tommy Mottola? She'll sing back up in a bar. I, I in don't know. I, I don't. If she's, if she's lucky, she'll sing back up in a bar. She's sitting in her basement. Yeah, she's not singing for anybody. Hey, how, she might not even need any of this. Maybe her acapella is going to be that good. Oh. Thanks, Kate. Let me hear. Let me hear your acapella right now. I'll tell you if you need help. Nigga, <laughs> please. Right. <laughs> Are you two rich people that I don't know about that you can blow off the trip to Vegas even? I mean, and the, and the fantastic opportunities for your career? No, this is a product of, of Catholic school being beaten into your head at a young age. I think right. You've got a beautiful body. Yeah, I have morals, that's all. What does your husband do? He's a for the phone company. Yeah. 
guy like this, hardworking guy, you can't help him out. Take him on a nice trip to Vegas. Does he climb the poles? He owns the phone company. Yeah, I wish. Do you climb the poles? I'm repairman, yeah. You're repairman. This guy's working his balls off for you. You can't get him a trip to Vegas? I work hard myself. What do you do? You sit at home and record. Facials. What do you think? What do you got? What are you, breast made at gold? Now I'm getting angry. Take the guy to Vegas. For Christ's sake, take the guy to Vegas. Right. He's climbing poles so you can go around being a star. Get nude Get nude and be Celine Dion. Go on and live your dream. He could fall off a pole. Right. All right. Let me hear your acapella. Because if it's horrible, then I'll know you're wasting your time anyway. Man, you shouldn't take off your clothes. The if, it's, if it's that bad, don't take off your clothes. <laughs> Go ahead. You took away my innocence. You filled my heart with lies. You were called the trusted one. But to my surprise, of all the other faces, what did you see in mine? A big-eyed brown-haired cutie Oh, don't want to pass the time Look at the telephone repairman He's like, just take your clothes off and Give me that trip to Vegas We shouldn't be there John, what do you think? Howard, yeah. first of all, her performance, it wasn't bad. But how stupid is she not to take this trip and everything that you've offered to her? I know. You get this opportunity thrown at you once in a lifetime. You are the biggest idiot I have ever heard in my life. Dude, shut up. No. I have morals, okay? I'm not you have there. morals. There are, there are, right, I got morals. There are actresses out there. Morals don't pay the rent. There are actresses <laughs> out there with morals that can make it in movies. Oh, you think you're going to go to heaven just because you didn't show us your boobs? <laughs> have you read those Hollywood stories? You know what? Husband, he's working his balls off. How for you. How What's the matter with you? Her? Clean the clean the house. Hey. <laughs> Make the bed. Oh. <laughs> Howard, you should throw her the hell out of there because she blew her career right here on your Shut show today. Up. Right, you, you blew it. Someone you blew it. You're a freaking nobody. Whatever. You're going nowhere. Thanks, baby. Thanks. Next. Boy, they're cold, aren't they? Oh, they sure are. <laughs> cold you advice. blew it. <laughs> You know, these people get to the bottom line real right. quick. You blow it! Right, what, what, what was that singing? <laughs> I didn't you know what? finish. All right, finish up. Go ahead. Finish, finish. I'm sorry. Save Jackie's funny. ass over there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Finish the song. I got to start over again. Oh, no. Don't do that. Let's pick up from where you left off. All right, fine. Listen up from the Big Brown Eyes part. Mm-hmm. Right. I was listening. Is this a song that I should know, or is it an original? Yeah, I think it's an original. I wrote this. All right. Mm-hmm. You know Mambo Johnny. No Mambo Johnny. Go ahead. All right. Cindy Lauper just crashed her car. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, where am I at? Uh, this poor guy's climbing up telephone poles to get a wife once in his star. I saw your oh, big no. brown eyes. Yeah, go ahead. I'm big brown eyes. Big brown ass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize she's up telephone poles in Chicago? Right. That's it's like a windy city. It is so goddamn cold in Chicago. Wind chill factor minus 40. I worked in Detroit. I was freezing my balls off. And then I went, Norm Weiner tried to hire me in Chicago. I went there one night. My head almost blew off from the cold. Imagine this guy's up on a telephone pole. Winter starts on Labor Day in Chicago. Right. Every time he walks out that door, he's going to look at her. And... How cold is it in <laughs> Chicago right now? Vegas is what he's going to Actually, it's been pretty mild. Really? Oh, man, you're lucky. It's going to it's get It's colder cold. here right yeah. now. You're damn right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. It's going to be a lot of colder. It gets cold. Yeah. Finish your song, honey. All right. Just do the chorus, okay? All right. Thank you. Where is the rest? Go ahead. Oh, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You're, right. you're loving <laughs> Just anger. You want to show us your boobs. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You want me not to tell the other 
others who want me not to tell the tale. So I'm here to tell your story. No more secrets, no more lies. You want me not to tell the story. You want me not to tell the tale. So I'm here to tell your story. No more secrets, no more lies. Now, Jackie, Jackie, see the look on his face? That's how you look when Nancy's singing. You recognize that? I recognize it. <laughs> you bastard. Jackie's got to get a whole recording studio. All right. Your wife sings, too? Oh, no, Jackie's wife Jack sings. Oh, oh, she got a whole album. She got a whole album, Jackie produced. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't climbed the telephone. All right, let's see how the audience responded. Go ahead, Pete. Oh, man. I'm glad I ran through the tunnel because my ears are starting to bleed. Uh, oh, you see, that ain't fair. All right, listen. Uh, Nikkel, you're a very beautiful woman. You were so beautiful. We you were inspired to uh, we were inspired to try to get your clothes off. I thought I had, I thought I had weird eyes. Um, you right. do have weird eyes, but that's okay. We like them. I like your body a lot. I, I think actually the headband... George Probably, Martin, to the yeah, eyes. Yeah, she's yeah. I would lose the headband if I was you. She must have a high forehead or something. Or something's going on. Eye. Yeah, something's going on. Third eye. No high forehead. No high forehead. <laughs> Third eye. She might be losing her hair. All right, listen. You got good hair? She just got yeah, chemo. Baby. Oh, she did. Chemo. No, oh. Just oh, now you made him go, oh, man. She uh, got to throw into the pot. Well, you know, the only thing, I can throw one more thing in. All right, here we go. I don't think it's going to change her mind. Right, go ahead. But I know she talked about her parents, right? You get, you get a mom and a dad. I know Christmas is coming up. Yeah. And Boy, wouldn't they look good in matching men's and ladies' uh, Tag Heuer watches. All right, let me put it all for you on the table before you answer. <laughs> this is your last attempt. You're going to walk out of here in a few minutes, and I think you're going to regret it. We're talking about a trip to Vegas for you and your husband. We're talking about playing your record five times. We're talking about taking your tape of your record to some of the top music executives in the world. The man who crafted Mariah Carey's rise to fame. Oh, can I just jump in and say something? When yep. Howard calls, getting a hold of Tommy Mottola is, is near impossible? impossible, but if Howard calls, the man picks up the phone. Yeah, he not only picks up the phone, but he listens to the tape. I can get him to listen. I can't guarantee he'll do anything, but he will listen. All right? And... And... Men's and women watches for your parents. Beautiful tag foil watches valued at over a thousand dollars from Stephen Singer Jewelers. Stephen Singer Jewelers, the greatest jeweler in Philadelphia. That is. What is your What is your answer? Tote. Howard, I can't do it. Is that your final answer? What if I threw in a million Turkish dollars? Do you want to yeah. be a Turkish millionaire? Yeah, we want to see you naked out there. Let me see your stomach. Not, you know, it's not bad. I bet you, why are you so embarrassed to show your boobs for? You're not thinking clearly. Something's wrong. Flapjacks. Any kids? Come on, it's not like your husband said he, you can't do it. He says do it. Okay. Even he I said. told you I wasn't getting naked when I came. Yeah, but I didn't know this was on the table. <laughs> What's the matter with you? We're not asking you to get naked. We're giving you a ton of stuff to do. Well, yeah, right. I know, but I... You're crazy. And I, I can't do it. Not only giving you stuff that you can... Give not only that, you're a young woman. I mean, show it, baby. You're not going to have it that know, much longer. You're going to fall got, apart soon. I got morals. I saw morals? I can't, I can't... Who's got those? I what do you think do would be so bad? What is immoral? Adam and Eve were naked. What's moral about it? If you did it and you walked out of here, what do you think would be so bad? 
Right. I just, I don't know. What I, would happen to you? I just. Were you raised Catholic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, then that's what we're, we're we're sitting here and fighting years of Catholic education and catechism. She thinks like this, uh, the hole will open up on the floor, so it'll go straight to hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Meanwhile, You're God right, gave you right, that right. body to show it to men. Well, God's the one who gave you that body. Yeah. You weren't born with clothes on. <laughs> you weren't born with clothes on. You're not going to die with clothes on. Yes, Peebo. Peebo? Peebo? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? No Peebo there. Okay. Uh, then let's go to Tommy. Tommy, what is it? Hello, Hello? Tommy. Yes. Hi, how are you? Howard. This girl has no idea how hard it is to get to the people they that grew you're up talking to get about. Thank you. She has no, no idea who idea. those people are. Right. It's not even worth it. Who even cares to see her breath? It's not worth it. There are real artists out there striving to get to that. Of course. On the phone right now, Tommy Matola. Tommy, hi. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> tell this woman to get naked or she'll never get a contract. Right. Thank you, Tommy. That is Tommy Matola from Sony Records. Who worked his way to the top, first as a manager to Hall & Oates, and then later... It's the president of Sony Records and Mariah Carey. Hey, Howard. Yes. Howard. Is this I'd love the trip to Tommy? Vegas. You want the trip, Tommy? Yeah. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right there he is. Now, we do know the real Tommy Matola. We really do. <laughs> and we know that guy, too. Maybe he can do something for you. And by the way, Mar Mariah Carey is one of a hundred things that he's done. Right. I know who he is. He has orchestrated the careers of every great artist in this country. All right. Well, our final offer, you've heard it. I promise you that I can come through on everything. And a plus, I now throw in, Gary will leave the room while you get down to your <laughs> I would, I would do that. Who is her favorite recording artist? Um, well, people that inspired me, like Pat Benatar. Tommy Matola did that. We could... We give you, we could Howard could give your uh, tape to Nancy Wilson. She loves or Howard. Pat Benatar. Yeah, or Pat Benatar. I know Pat oh. Benatar. Joan Jett. She has bigger teeth than Gary. Oh. <laughs> but she's cuter. She does, but she's a lot cuter. <laughs> and she can sing. Show. You know, Tommy Mottolo is a fellow Italian. Just want to throw that in, too. Paisan. <laughs> right. He would help you. I wouldn't have to get naked for a paisan. All right. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. All right. Doesn't want to be a star. I, All right. I got 100 bucks says we get a call from her tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. The day goes by. Remember the last How much girl who was in here? How much, Gary? The last girl that was in here was pulling her hair out of her head. Because yeah. she walked out, and right after the door closed, she realized she had made a yeah. mistake. Right after the last girl said... I'm not taking my clothes off. I have morals. Walked out and went, oh, my God, I just made the biggest mistake of my life. Was that, was that the one with the idiot sign? Right. No, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I'm not putting this offer back on the table. This is it. Okay. My final offer. Mm -hmm. Vanessa Williams got naked. Look what happened to her. Huge star. Huge. Movies. Name another Miss America from the 80s. Albums. Name I'm a hoping, Miss America. I'm yeah. hoping I don't have to, that's all. Oh, you're going to have to do something. I'm She's going to wait until nobody wants to see You're going to be 30 yeah. in a year and a half. That's right. So, what does that supposed to mean? Oh, you know exactly what it means, honey. No one's going to want to look. Oh, I look good. Right now. Hey, Howard, I wonder how long it took her husband to get to her. <laughs> how many dates? Well, it's about... Uh, about three months. Really? Wow. Four months? Up. Three months to get in her pants? Shut up. Why? What's she the big deal? To, she wants her parents to think it was a year. Hmm. Three months yeah, before? She was a it was a while. I don't know many broads that would hold out three months. Yeah. Three Guy's months. a good looking guy. Three months is, is like an ice age. Right. That's a long time. Yeah, he's doing it. Honey, Madonna got naked and she's Italian. I know. Right. Look at Sharon Stone. She's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Never mind. We've tried. You've played the game. 
Thanks. And we lose, and you lose. There's all losers here. Nothing was accomplished. Nothing was accomplished for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> hey, Howard, yeah. Yo, you want to play this game with Mark Harris? No. <laughs> oh, I bet we can get his clothes off. He <laughs> wants to play the game with me. That'd be funny, man. I guess Bukaki is out of the question. <laughs> All right. Anyway, a pleasure meeting you, Mikel. Good luck with your Thank career. You I think you should have girl. taken the opportunity. I guess we'll be hearing from her. Yeah, we'll be hearing we from her. Attractive to... woman. Thank you. Bye, Michelle. Mikel. Right. And her husband. Nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. Should be eating dinner at a Grammy. Right. Ah. Steve, go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't take it off. Why? You guys sound like a bunch of losers. I know Gary's home life must be horrible. He's got to come in here and beg that girl to show his boobs. <laughs> I'm the only one. You guys sound like a bunch of losers. I'm, I pray that she wouldn't do it. Well, you wish you yeah? could see her naked. You guys sound like a bunch of losers. Five guys standing around. Show us, show us. You guys are a bunch of dicks. It's, I'm glad she didn't do it. It's not about wanting to you see. You all those dicks to see that? Yep. That's like buying a prostitute, buddy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty I, much I it is, yeah. Belly button ring. I get lost. I should join the belly button ring. Get lost. My daughter doesn't have one. Yeah? Why, you? Yeah, you gave up your wife for, for Ralph? <laughs> yeah, just sit around and hang out with him. Yeah, a 44, 45-year-old guy's in a Metallica concert on a Tuesday. Oh, come on. Yeah. How come every time you say you're sick, the post takes pictures of every day out in the public? I'm <laughs> running in the park. I'm sick. I'm laying in bed. I was really a... a I had a scheduled <laughs> vacation, you bastard. There they go. Another picture running around. Boy, this guy hasn't hey, been wrong yet. <laughs> Bothering your kids when you have, when you were with them, you didn't want to know. Stop. Oh, that's you. not true. Yeah. Get out of here! How dare you? Leave them alone. What's the matter? Get out of here. What's the matter? No trees to cut down today. Oh. All right. Amen. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> hey, wait for me for lunch. I'm almost done. Well. You know, the listeners think that, that callers just pick on them, but they pick on everyone. Right. <laughs> Everybody's fair game. <laughs> I get a lot of crap thrown my way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Hmm. All right. That was a disappointment, but we tried. Well, you know, so you play a game, sometimes you lose. Mm -hmm. Tony, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Alan? Hey, man. Hey, Alan. I just, well, I don't know how that guy went from talking about that broad's boobs to, to your kids, but uh, that's neither here nor there. She should have ran with your with your package, man. Of course. Somewhere, somewhere along the lines of showbiz, she's going to have to cross her morals. That's just the way it is. Right. If you want to be in show business, you have to have no morals. We all know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got to be able to shrink, no matter where you're hanging from. you got to be able to strip down. And by the way, this is Ivan Reitman on the phone, the famous oh, director. He knows. He knows. He knows. He's been around all these years. He won't tell you what he had to do. Right. <laughs> it wasn't pleasant. Howard, you, I mean, we can't name names, but you read stories where guys have serviced other guys and sure. clearly said, hey, it wasn't gay, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, I strip for Ivan. <laughs> you guys are too much. Listen, you do a great job. I listen to you every morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, listen, we got to take a break, unfortunately. It's so much fun. They hate for us to go away. <laughs> but we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back, and Mark Harris is going to be here. We're going to we're gonna try and strip him down. <laughs> you better not offer playing his stuff. Keep your pimp pants strong. Your pimp pants. How keep your pimp pants strong. Hey, yo, you got to keep your pimp pants strong. Your pimp pants. God would keep your pimp pants strong. Hey, yo, how we keep your pimp pants strong. Your pimp pants. How we keep your pimp pants strong. Hey, yo, you got to keep your pimp 
pimp hands strong. Your pimp hand, how we keep your pimp hands strong. Yo, it's time to move on, cause Alice is gone. That's a shame, but you gotta keep it strong. Stay a player in the game. Hit the boo, yeah. Look, he's gonna run wild. No time to be shy. You need to stock up on your condom supply and give it a try. Grab juice and start with fellatio. Let the juice flow and get some steak on your hang low. Bang the drum so and let the whole stutter like John. Yo, F crackhead bomb. If Jackie and Tom, the show is the bomb. Salute you with the bow, bow, booey. This lifestyle is screwy. You gotta do your duty and lay down the laws from the queens to pawns and all celebrities and fans. Keep your pimp hands strong. Yo, you gotta keep your pimp hands strong. Your pimp hand gotta keep your pimp hands strong. And yo, how we keep your pimp hands strong. Your pimp hand, how we keep your pimp hands strong. And yo, how we keep your pimp hands strong. Your pimp hand, how we keep your pimp hands strong. And yo, when worst comes to worst, then you Mark Harris is scheduled to come in next. As you know, Mark. Um, Mark was a uh, was married to Martha Ray. Mark Harris, it's me from heaven. Your wife, Martha Ray. What do you mean you're going to Berlin for the weekend again? All right. Martha Ray. Well, it Mark turns Harris, out. it's me from heaven. Your wife, Martha Ray. I don't need a f dance floor. I'm in a wheelchair, you faggot. All right. All right, Martha Ray from heaven. Listen, uh, it turns out Mark Harris now is endorsing the candidacy of Senator John McCain. And uh, he claims that Senator John McCain might even call in while he is here. Before you sit down, though, Mark Harris, step up to our podium. It's time to play Who Wants to Be a Gay Turkish Millionaire? Oh, it's amazing you should say Turkish. Why? Because there's this Turkish guy in Philadelphia that keeps writing me on AOL. It's amazing that you said and he wants to come out of the closet. Turkish. I give him the fez. It's a fez. Put a, put a hat on for this what game. What is it? It's a hat. It's a hat. Oh, okay. All right. A campaign hat. Mark Harris, I'm going to ask you five questions. If you can answer the five questions, correctly you can become a gay turkish millionaire not the president here we go okay. and then we'll talk to you about senator john mccain who you've just written your new hit song for yeah <laughs> All right, okay hit <laughs> yeah, him over the head. <laughs> you, you know that song robin it's this one is this that a dunce? Campaigns come a long, long way. Every day you're in the news. All right. So 
So he's written a Do whole. You know another tune, Mark? No, no, no. You see, that's public domain. All right. We're safe. And now, what happened to the rest of his song? It is time yeah. to play. Who wants to be a gay Turkish millionaire? I hope Zia is listening to this. More non sequiturs. Zia can be your lifeline. Your first question on your road to becoming a Turkish gay millionaire. Liza Minnelli's first husband. The name of Liza Minnelli's first husband. Peter Allen. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. You're on your way to becoming a gay Turkish millionaire. Do I get Turkish tap? Well, you can buy, spend the money on whatever you want. <laughs> Just give it to John McCain. How much semen oh. does a man produce on an average ejaculation? Would it be 5 cc's, 10 cc's? Or 15 cc's. Is that all men or just the sailors? The average man. The average man. 5 cc, 10 cc, or 15 cc. Well, let's go in the middle, 10. Is that your final answer? Do I get to call somebody up and ask him? No, we don't want to hear your faggy friends. <laughs> no, I mean, we can call Tony Toronto up and ask him. No, no. Tony Toronto. No, we're not going to call him. Well, is that my Is 10 cc your final answer? No, I'm going to change it. What is your final answer? Okay, I'll go for 10. <laughs> Why not? In the middle. That is correct. 10 oh. cc. In fact, that's the band. Remember the band 10 cc? They named that's it. That's right. That's right. I don't even know this band Morrissey that keeps calling me. All right. Oh my now your God. third. You stop. Your third question. Go ahead. Why do homos date Siamese twins? Are you sure I can't call Richard Simmons on that one? No. Siamese. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What is the question? Why do homos date Siamese twins? I'm, I don't even understand that. You don't. How do you think I feel? I'm, <laughs> I'm educated, I think. But after that one, I'm, I'm not sure. Why All right, I'll give you a pass on this one. Okay. okay yeah. Two yeah. heads are better than one. Oh, please. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you a joke writer, Jeffy. <laughs> no. Yes, actually, yes. he is. All right. <laughs> All right for your I'm third question, out. and on your way to becoming a gay Turkish millionaire. You hear that, Zia? What gay movie starred Tom Hanks? The Philadelphia, um, where he played a lawyer who had AIDS. Is that your What is your final answer? That's it. What is? I don't know the name. So far, you've said the Philadelphia, where he played a lawyer. I don't know the title of the... Um, give, us, oh, give us a title. Give us a title. Well, it can't be the Philadelphia story. That was with uh, Catherine Hepburn. So let me say Philadelphia something. Would you would you like a lifeline? Oh sure. All right. In our in our lobby yes. is someone who is suing, um, wants to sue or something the phone company <laughs> because uh, so AT and T won't get him on. The right, right, right. Here is your lifeline. What's Hello. up, Jake? Hello. Your name is Ara Trip. What is it? Ara Trip. Ara Trip. outside. Yeah, You're Mark the climber. Mara, you know, I am voting for Senator McCain. That's it. Do you work for the phone company? Uh, no, I don't. Who are you suing? You want to sue somebody or something? No. What is your beef? I have no beef. I forget your story. I'm mad at, this, uh, at the city of Seattle. Oh, you're mad at the city of Seattle. Why? Yeah, they have no sense of humor. Or uh, I took my top off and danced topless on a very large electric tower, and so they had no sense of humor, and they put me in jail for that. And I have always... Are been you a man or a woman? Oh. I'm a woman. Were you born a woman? I was born with a man's body. 
Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but you still can vote. All right. What can I say? All right. What <laughs> are you, a transsexual? Oh, used to be. That's in the past. Now I'm just a 100% woman. Well, 90. You had your penis cut off and you, you have it's, a... Well, they actually turn it inside out. All right. More important, let me see you Republican. Let me see you topless, please. Let me see you topless. It kind of adds a new dimension to hide the salami. <laughs> you used to be a man. How long ago did you become a woman? Um, um, I started the process six years ago, and I accomplished it three years ago. Because you you, that voice you put on is ridiculous. Alex? It's not a yeah. thing. What's her name? Aria? Whatever. Uh, Aria. Aria has three ex-wives. Are a trip. No, I have two ex-wives and one present one. You have a wife. You are married. Well, it gets complicated. We're both straight, but we're married. All right. We're married. We what don't is have your sex name? Are a trip? Are a trip. Well, let me see your boobs. I'm trying my top off here. You are a trip. I can't believe I told that you young lady. Are you going to show us your fake vagina? Well, if you wish. Really? Oh boy. <laughs> you are a lifeline. Let me see. Oh, look at those things. Now, does she have implants or does she? Uh, oh, please, Robin. Just those, take the uh, hormones. Those are implants, but they were put on the side of her body instead of in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Howard. Right, let me see your fake vagina, if I may. I want to see what it looks like. Before I got there, nice. Yeah, for a boob job, there. They actually. <laughs> so, you got you got bigger shoulders than I do, though. I'll be honest. Well, with you. you know, I, they they don't have a surgery for. Do you ever have you made love to men since you? Became oh yeah. Married? In fact, I got lucky last night. I love New York. Did you tell the man that you were uh, used well, to? No. You did not tell him you used to be no, a man. What he's interested in me for, he got. There, it's not an issue. I so mean, you never tell. No, why should I? Oh. I mean, if if a fella dates me and wants kids, I can't do that. So I would say, well, look, okay. I can't have children. Right. But if if he's just dating for sex, I can do that. Don't ask, don't tell. Well, yeah. I mean, what's? <laughs> it, but then, well, I, is I, it the I, same? Do you think it's the same making love to you as it is to a woman? <laughs> well, I've, I, that's something I have to do, but it's anatomically quite. Quite accurate. Let me see what's doing. Pull off your pants and let me take a look. I, let me take I, I a look. To, I'd have to take my boots off. No, you know, just pull down your pants. Pull down your pants. You don't take your boots I off. I can't believe how normal Mark is. You see how normal Mark I am? Is <laughs> you Mark, you've never considered this. I can't even understand what's going on except vote Republican. Mark, take That's a look. Take a look. Get out of the way, Mark. Vote Republican. Let me see that. Let me see that thing. I don't believe oh, you're doing this. Republican Put your pants back. <laughs> Put your pants back on. All right, you are Mark's lifeline. What is the gay movie starring Tom Hanks? He won an Oscar for it. Right. Do you know the name of the movie? <clears throat> um, Saving Private Ryan. She says Saving Private Ryan. Mark, what do you say? No, that's not correct. So what is your answer? I wish I knew the name of that um, movie. Well, say something. Could we call? Oh, <laughs> just say anything, or could I get a phone call like they do on television? No, you got you got to help right here. You got Ari Trip. Oh, thanks for the help. Buchanan may come in after this. Jesus, I'm trying to think. <laughs> you sure I can't get a phone call? No. No, because Tony Toronto would have the answer. Tony Toronto. He really hey, would. Hey, if I didn't get a He's phone call, you don't get a phone call. What is your answer? Do you said something about? I said something about Philadelphia. You want to say something is about? Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. What, Philadelphia? Yeah. Well, that's correct. You're right. Oh, you're absolutely right. right. That is right. Oh, Wait a minute. Philadelphia. So this guy stumbles around for five minutes. I really don't know. I only remember the Philadelphia well, story with you're the running. Of course that's all you remember. Well, I was distracted <laughs> by putting... <laughs> all right. I was distracted fourth by putting... Question. You were distracted. Right, you have to get the one that got undressed. Get the lifeline out of here because... Well, certainly those breasts... What do I win? <laughs> what do I win with this Turkish thing? 
the you've only gotten you've only gotten three right. You have to get two more right for a Turkish oh, we're still here? You're gonna win. Can I remove my coat? It's getting You very are hot going to meet. You are going to win one million Turkish lira. Wow. Lost the sound. Something happened to the sound. You lost the sound. Oh, who cares? Okay. Yeah, you don't need to hear these. You're right. I'm not hearing anything worthwhile anyway. Right. All right. Your fourth question. On your way to a homosexual Turkish millionaire. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Who got hit on the chin with more balls? Yogi Berra or Rock Hudson? All right, forget that question. That's <laughs> yeah, a tough one. All right, all right. That's a tough one. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'm in. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm about as ready as I'll ever be. How can you tell a gay church? <laughs> a gay church? Right. A gay church. <laughs> Look at that orange sweater he's wearing. He looks I like know. a he looks like a gay pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Although it matches his pants. Wait, that's something without Jackie the Joke Man. Let right. me see. Right, thank you. Gay church. <laughs> By the number of pews. No, half the congregation is half the congregation is kneeling. That is correct. Very good. All right, you've gotten four. Four. And now, How many in this game? Five. He has <laughs> one more. Eat your heart out. What actor sued Chevy Chase for calling him gay? Cary Grant. Is that your final answer? Yep. You have won one million Turkish lira. Now, do you think you could donate that in dollars to send no. to John McCain? No. Why? Because we are not allowed to do that. You, you oh, can yeah, do whatever you want with your money. Right. So you really? Oh, look at this, and I'm going to Berlin tonight. you think they'll accept this money? That is your one million Turkish lira. Thank Congratulations. You. Uh, how much is we don't keep up with the uh, currency rate. That is not our we problem. Don't, no. Right. We don't sit and read the exchange yeah, rate. did all this without Tony Toronto. <laughs> oh, will you stop? Wait, is that a guy he's trying to get How about a happy now? birthday to Nuggo in Ohio? <laughs> Who is Nuggo? Why doesn't everybody wish him? It's his 26th birthday today. All right. Thank you, Mark. Take a seat and we'll find all out about it. All of his pen pals. Right. Like, How are you quick. doing, Robin? I can't hear you. The sound is not working. Yeah. All right. So what happened to that uh, gay gay man who had breasts and a vagina? Oh, uh, I threw him out. Uh, our uh, trip. Our trip. <laughs> what does he want to do? He's he's mad. Apparently at, in Seattle, he took off his top and got arrested. And he's mad because men can take off their tops. But he is a guy, and they should have. <laughs> oh, I could hear you, Robin. Good morning, Mark. You have put on a tremendous amount of weight. Uh, no, I have. Yes, you have. I, you know, I just lost gotten 10 pounds. very heavy. Can you imagine this. You I got, just lost ten pounds. You got very heavy. Really? Yeah. I'm not pregnant. Trust me. He's got on a big turtleneck, and his his hips are getting very wide. My hips and are he's dyeing his hair that ungodly and human black. black. Right. Yeah. It's better on stage. I remember when he was good looking. Yes, go ahead. Ara's still here. If you want him or her. I don't know. I think I had enough of him. Okay. All right. Are very nice. I think you had quite a bit of him. Right. Okay. So, Mark, real quick now, you, you said that perhaps Senator John McCain would call in during your appearance. We thought you were putting us on. And yet yesterday we did contact his office and he said, in fact, he might call in during your appearance. How do you know How Senator you know John him? McCain, the war hero? Because this could be the scandal to sink him. Right. <laughs> Not a scandal. <laughs> I'm sure it is. First of all, he was very helpful, as you were. To Thank help you. me get the Medal of Freedom for Martha Ray. Thank you. Okay? Yes. You let me speak here where, yes. you know, the media didn't even really care. Right. And, of course... By the way, I didn't care either, but go ahead. Uh, no. yes. 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 We just like to hear you talk about anything. Yeah. We don't and care what you're talking about. <laughs> Senator McCain. Why are you endorsing Senator McCain quickly? Because I'm running out of time. 
You're running out of time. Yeah. Why are you endorsing Senator McCain? Do you see anybody that's presidential material other than Senator John McCain? I happen to like Senator McCain. I like that he was in uh, Vietnam, that he was poked with sticks, and that he didn't break under pressure. No, he's really a terrific Well, man. tell me what you like about him. What policy do you like? First of all, he's the only Republican that met with the log cabin Republicans, the gay platform. In you like Republican. that. So he's willing to be. Because he's an American. You are a gay he Republican? Is, he is an American. I will be. You will be. I don't know where you're We know you're gay. Are you a well, Republican? You no, know I'm gay. Right. Right. Well, the whole world knows you're gay. The whole world does now. The only one who didn't seem to know was your ex-wife, Martha Ray. Oh. I even think she knew. (laughs) We spoke a lot about uh, bisexual existence. Right. And you did have. And you were gay. Yeah. (laughs) No, not actually, but the way you make it sound, I. No, he. He claims to have uh, consummated the relationship with Martha Ray two times. I also claim to have have biological children and my first grandson coming January. Claim to have biological Claim that. No one's seen it. No. But is making love to Martha Ray really a sign of heterosexuality or bisexuality? No. No. It was more. I thought it was the act of a desperate man. Lunacy. Right. That is a sign. Of Even a heterosexual man would not make love to a 90-year-old woman. Oh, that is lunacy. Right. No, these questions are normal. <laughs> Give me a normal question. You were fully but aroused you and you achieved you orgasm with yes, Martha Wright. You did. Yes, yes, I did. Well, I mean, what do you want me did to do? Did she have an orgasm? Did, I'm serious. Did she have an orgasm? I don't think I will speak for Martha Ray. Let's just say she was very uh, happy. She was. Yes. She was moaning. Throughout our entire marriage, no matter what the obstacles were. She was at a state where everything made her happy. No, that's not true. No, I wouldn't say. I don't think Bette Midler stealing for the boys made her happy. And when she made love to you, did she have to lick her fingers first in order to uh, get excited? Or was she just excited by you? She was more amazed. No, excited. More amazed by me doing Howard Stern shows. She didn't understand the future of she, In other words, did she need outside lubrication to be with you? No, she did not. You're telling me that you, Mark Harris, excited an 80-something-year-old woman she so was much. She 80. She died at 78. All right. But you, she was infirm. Her body was 80. Her body was <laughs> no, racked no. with... Boy, you're wrong. Oh, I am not. <laughs> Just because you can't write comedy, you throw paper. All right. Don't be mean to Jackie. Like All right. So Why you're saying... change his last name. That's the only thing. Jackie just about. pelted Mark with paper to be with you in bed. They didn't write about that in the People magazine. I'm asking you, point no, blank. she didn't, point blank. Look you were perfectly normal, healthy, integral. Really? Look really? Please. Wow. Uh, and it's getting less and less believable all the time. All right, let me ask you another well, question. Who was, who was, as long as we're into it, who was on top, you or Martha Ray? <laughs> the nurse. No, who was on the top? Nurse. Did you do it? Did you do it I in the missionary position? Did you do it in the missionary position? Yes. You did? Mm-hmm. And she was on the bottom. Including, right. no, I would turn this. You were on your side. Yes. And she was on, turned on her side. No. You were on your flat on her back, and I would turn on my side. Do you know that position? Really? No. I, I, I can't bend my uh, genitals in that well, direction. Obviously. If I turn on my side, the woman has to turn on her side. I don't want to brag. I'm king of the Jews. Wow. Next. You, you did it in the missionary I... position, or you did it to a missionary? <laughs> right. Let's put it this way. We didn't do it for the What boys. about the rumor and the allegation that Martha Ray used a strap-on with you, and that she strapped one on? Exactly what you just said, a rumor. It's a rumor. An allegation. And it is not true. Howard Stern. Okay. Howard, do you know I'm opening on Broadway February 14th? No, do I do not. Know? He's a <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's on Broadway. Really? 
making Caroline's it, Comedy Club. Yes, making it a singer showcase. We're starting mm-hmm. not every night, much. Oh, I see. All right. Let me ask you something. Showcase. Are you like the? And MC? you should be right. That I am the. MC. Let me ask you something. Would you get naked right for us, Mark? No. And under any circumstances? Under any circumstances, no. What if I put you back up on that podium and offered you? It wouldn't matter what you'd offer me. I would consider my children. You would. And they wouldn't like that. This is the only time you're gonna get. Let me ask you something. Would you get naked for us? For nobody, no. If I offered you a half-hour meeting. With Vinny Favalli. Ah, uh, That is very funny. Not funny, true. That's very funny. I will offer that to you, and I can make it happen. I know you could. All you have to do is take your clothes off. On who wants to get naked? Now, you will have one this half hour to discuss this with Vinny Favalli, the right. president of late night television. Right. He can't leave. And he cannot leave. He has to listen to everything you say for one half you hour. You get to pitch him for a whole I half don't hour. want to out or invite anybody. I am not a recruiting center. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about... This is for you. He's a great guy. No, no, no. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about no. you can talk to him about your career Oh. for a half hour. No. We're not trying to get you a date. Absolutely not. We talk a lot. Would you take your clothes off? Vinny. No, I wouldn't. I will not allow Vinny. Vinny, come in here. I will not allow Vinny, Vinny to take your calls anymore. Uh, that's okay. Vinny, 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 Vinny loves to hear me. Hey, step Vinny, up to that microphone. Are you, uh, Vinny, what is your title at CBS? Vice President of Late Night Programming. Okay. Are you willing to take a half-hour serious meeting with Mark Harris? Well, no, he will take his clothes off here today. No, he will not. Oh, absolutely. He will do that. I'll even tape it. I'll tape the meeting. That's right. really going to do it. All right, now, you will not take your clothes <laughs> off of that? Okay, what if I threw in? What if I threw in? What if I throw up? And Vinny, a half-hour pilot that Vinny will produce, low-budget pilot, pilot, starring Mark Harris. Mark, I say no. You will still not get naked. A high budget feature. You will not get naked. No. You can't say you Would don't want to embarrass you get your family. Naked, Howard. What? Would you? Understand? You've embarrassed your family already. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he says he's considering his children. Well, this is the first time. I don't that. But no, first of all, I wouldn't. He just put on a pair of glasses. It looks like the George Washington Bridge. <laughs> that is the gayest pair of glasses I ever saw. All right. You know, it was really funny because the girl had just left who came in here to sing, and I walked by the green room and said, "Oh, there's another young lady," and then Mark turned. Right. Uh, hey, Mark, I have a question funny. for you. On yes. the whole, how many times have you kissed a man? Whose hole? On the whole, how many times Which have you kissed hole? a man? No, just how, the, how many men man? have you kissed? On the whole. I was never successful at the kissing, <laughs> but I did try it. You never... <laughs> what? I said, no, I tried it. I just was never successful. Wait a second. You've performed fellatio on men? Yes. But You've received fellatio from men? Right. The, but you don't want to kiss a man. Right. It's disgusting. That's crazy. I don't believe it. Don't oh, believe you don't believe it? it. I think you love kissing a man. Oh, really? Yeah. What? what, what? Okay. You, do you like kissing women? Is that what you're saying? Well, I've kissed women more than I've kissed men. <laughs> Does that not make sense? No, it doesn't. Nothing I, about you. Do you have a boyfriend right now? Though. 
Okay, there is somebody that I'm meeting for the first time. It was an arranged meeting, this uh, CFO in Chicago who's flying into L.A. to meet with me. Really? Yeah. On a day? I did, yeah, I did. Why would he fly in to meet? Does he know you? Does he know of you? No, his partner knows me, uh, his financial oh, partner. Oh, so this is a fix-up. It's a fix-up thing, and it's I a blind date? Yes. So you're having a blind date with a man? Yeah, we're going to meet in L.A. And a I young man? Him you warned him what? That he could be, uh, you know, fodder for the tabloids because he's not out or anything. Oh, you feel you... You, and you, feel you that attract if someone such takes attention. A picture, hmm. You know... The paparazzi are all over Mark. <laughs> Mark Literally. All over right. You feel you're so famous that the photographers will be out <laughs> looking to see who you're dating. We're going to a party for Steve Wynn. I think there's a lot of paparazzi. I see. Why are you taking your date to a Steve Wynn party the first time out? You're outing him on your blind date. Well, if he's coming from Chicago and we have this major party in Los Angeles, why not? Why not have an intimate uh, dinner like, where you can really get to know one another? Dinner. I don't even know him. Right. But we've been talking a lot. He's listening to the show today. Yeah. I don't know if we'll still have a date after he is. Is he a show. young man? or? A... He's 57. Oh, is he married? He's divorced. And he's not out of the closet? No, and I'm claustrophobic. Well, you're going to come out of there screaming with him, I'm sure. Yes. White man? Yes, with all silver platinum hair. Mm -hmm. You like that? Well, it sounds very good. <laughs> Reminds me of all of Now then, there's, I, I have a date with somebody else, that Turkish that you brought up. Oh. He keeps writing me, wants to come out of the closet. I tell him to stay. He's the But you won't kiss there. these men? No. You know, no. he's so funny because he likes to get guys who... I haven't I don't. come out yet. No, yeah, no, what is your thing? You do. Guys. You do. You're, you're wrong, always you're with these you're guys. What do you like to do? You like to use your hand on these men? Is that what you prefer to do? You like to, what do you do? You hug them and just use your hand to get them off? Yeah, I mean, how do you get it into right. it? You, like, in other words, right you the... won't kiss them. Because usually kissing goes on. It's like a... In other oh, yeah, words, yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. in the heterosexual world, which you know nothing about. It's not a question. I would, I would like... They might be... Are you the professor of the straight Well, girl? no, but I might like kiss... The first thing I would do is kiss a girl... And then I would, you what know, you maybe we'd kiss for weeks what if you before we did anything. No, 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 no. you're yeah, saying so he's attractive. If I find her attractive, I'm not going to sit and kiss someone I don't find attractive. Okay. But if I find someone attractive, kissing can be a very, very strong part of a really. It's so intimate. It's yeah. so much fun. Mark, will you kiss on a first date? Right, will you kiss this guy from Chicago? Uh, would I kiss him? Uh, I mean, don't you sort of make out sometimes? You know, or? You know, of course you're going to talk yeah. to him, but let's say you're attracted to him. Wouldn't you like to go somewhere private and kiss him on the lips? Or even kiss him tonight. And, and feel his tongue in your mouth? Lie in his arms? Wouldn't you like that? What do you like to do? I, yeah, what do you like to do? Give that guy a hairdryer. <laughs> Come back, Mark. What? Who's the Turkish guy? Is that Shake Your Weenie? What? <laughs> I can't even understand what's going on. All right. What I'm saying is, go ahead. What so do you like to do? Senator John McCain's listening to him. No, what do you like to do? But it's an alternative America. They do vote. Go ahead. What do you like to do with a man? Seriously, do you like to hug? I mean, at the vote. end of a date. I only do you like to be cuddled? Are you more of the woman? Yeah, do you lie in bed no. and just cuddle? I could relate to the experience I had with David. That was uh, the... Uh, oh, I could. That's nice. All right, what was that? Well, did you kiss him? No, musically we would... Oh, yeah, we did. We did. You made I out. I didn't like that. You didn't like kissing no. David. No, I didn't like kissing. You don't. Well, how do you get into it? And what, what do you like to do? It? You like to just pull down their pants and use your mouth? No. What do you oh. like? What do you like to do? I don't understand. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be funny. Be funny. You want to know. I haven't been funny for the last We're 10 years. Curious. So you want to get uh, right to the... Uh, I'm just asking questions. I don't understand. Mark, you're going to meet this guy. I hate the picture of the perfect date where it ends up. The where you're perfect in bed. date. Yeah. Mm. After you go in the hotel room, where do you go? Right. 
I know what I would do when I'm with a woman. I don't understand uh, not kissing. Can I get a drink of water? <laughs> what? <laughs> we made you nervous? You know, don't don't get that time. comfortable. We're going to throw you out of here in five minutes. Why That's are you going to throw me out? Because it's enough. What's enough? You're not answering the question. I am. If you, you have to be a good guest, Mark. You don't kiss. we got to get rid of you. Right. <laughs> what do you do when you're with a man? Like when you were with David. Yes. Uh, with uh, David, he and I would go out. We'd... The guy's name is David. David. <laughs> David. Well, David. with your David, your David. You would go out. <laughs> go out. Mm -hmm. So after the date, as you put it, we would uh, sleep in the same bed together. All right, so you would stuff. both get naked. Yes. All right. So you don't I mind being nude. naked alone. All right. You know. But he's leaving so much out, Howard. Wait a minute. Yeah, let, him, let him go. Thank you, Robin. Why don't you ask the questions? It makes me. So who sense. gets undressed? Like, do you undress him? Did you undress David? No. David? They just well, jump out of their clothes. Handicapped. He could do it himself. And so you got in the room and said, hey, I'm going to get go to bed. I didn't say anything. Right. Had enough wine to be, you know. Two giddy girls. Happy. Polluted. Right. What do I know? You were polluted. Polluted. And, um... Hot shower, massage. Hold on, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, together. So, like you said to him, okay, let's take our clothes off and get in the shower. No, I didn't say anything. It just happened. You tell him to pick up the soap. You just all of a sudden started disrobing. Yes, when you go into a hotel room, what do you do? Usually, and then you say, "I'm going to take a shower." He follows you. He puts on the porch. If, if I was with a girl, no, I, I would never just dis somebody that doesn't. Dude, shower. if I was in, and I, I hesitate to call you dude, but dude. I, <laughs> I, I call, word I get into a. If I was in a hotel room with a girl, I wouldn't just whip my clothes off. It's like a seduction. Can, Howard, can, walk can in. I walk in? This is yeah. what you have always said about the gay lifestyle. Yeah, guys, just all that goes. Here's, here's what. Here's, here's right. a description, Mark. Here's yeah. a thirty-second description. If I got a girl in a hotel room. We'd sit down, have put my drink, arm around maybe. her. We have a drink, put my arm around her. I try to kiss her. If she kissed me, I try to feel her up. If she let me do that, I try to put my hand in her pants. Right. And if she let me do that, then we we move along. So in thirty seconds, uh, tell us how that works. These are hundred dollars. With you and David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that, that would be the progression. No, then she throws up. Oh! <laughs> Got that part. That's yeah. All right. What happens with you and David? as it was. Yeah. We showered. We had. <laughs> you showered. You got right to the shower. <laughs> yes. Uh, you took off your clothes. He took off his Why clothes and you went into the shower. Why is in your bedroom? Because we didn't want to do it in the park. Right. Oh, so you knew that you were going to have sex with Yes. Yeah. So you discussed that over dinner? Yes. Oh, you did. Really? That, that too. And did he try to kiss you? Yes, he did. And you said, I don't like kissing? He felt I wasn't responding to that. Right. You wouldn't put your tongue in his mouth. Yeah. He told me I had a problem. I said, I know I have a lot of problems. Okay. But Fine. I can handle my problems. Fair enough. So you don't like the kissing. So yeah. what else do you do? Well, I enjoyed very much. I mean, being with uh, my favorite. Look at that face he's. Uh, oh, he's in love. <laughs> he's feeling romantic. He just felt you know, something. He's good. just, he's just, just like so happy. Candle. Somebody cares. Oh, wait a second, Howard. He he doesn't kiss. It's and soundtrack is now Voyager. And he right. doesn't do the third input. He says, What's the third input? You don't you don't have anal sex. No. Right. You don't you don't deliver it or take it. Yes, I deliver. He doesn't. Oh, take you do deliver it. Ooh. Oh, no, at times. I mean, it's not like always. So you like the man. And the and that's no, the man. No roles. There's no no roles. All right, so. Now, does David just start to rub you and... In the shower? Actually, what was nice... Did he wash your hair? What? Did he shampoo you? Yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My scalp, then. Right, he shampooed you. I didn't right. And then did you shampoo David? Yeah, I felt like we were two poodles in heat. <laughs> your hands, hands roam while you're showering? Yeah. I, would, yeah. I would have to say we washed every part of our body. You did. Did they roam? You had a male experience when you were younger, Baba Booey. What was yours? I like? was molested more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And not a mandolin. 
friends. I'm very no sorry. showers. I'm no sorry. Just some, just some and, chocolate. And, and I was six. Okay. okay but, uh, Why did you hang the what book? He was asking yes. for it. Okay. That would be the only time it happened. Who's the degenerate that molested you? We can't talk about that. Right. Oh, right. dear. So anyway, Mark, <laughs> you're, you're finished showering. You dry each other? I don't want to talk about that. It's <laughs> like I had a fun experience. Barry, he's but bonding with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say you're my... <laughs> Gary got sent out of the room. Gary, 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 Vinny's putting you on, Mark. Oh, you're right. Okay. That was a beautiful experience. Vinny, you come to Caroline's opening on Broadway. When is that? Valentine's Night. Oh, God. I expect Robin there. Vinny and you are having like a phone affair, aren't you? Yeah, we're having a wonderful, not phone sex. This McCain thing is the real deal. It really is. Everybody, I mean, his office is listening to this. Wait a second. Go ahead, Vinny. He gives me the phone number to call the press officer. And I called, figuring we're just going to goof on Mark for a half hour, you right, know? Right. And the guy was like, oh, we love Mark here. Yeah, we're thinking of calling in tomorrow. I uh -huh. get the number. They, they haven't I called yet. The key word now was thinking. <laughs> right. All right. So, vote McCain. At least they like you. So no, wait a minute. I, I respect them too. As a matter of fact, what a staff! Uh, I was with McCain recently this year, and we discussed. The you had dinner issue. with the? Uh, did you kiss him? No, I didn't have dinner. No, we didn't kiss him. Did you know that everybody? Did you deliver the anal sex? Oh, no. Be real. I wouldn't mind oh. doing that with a Democrat, just so they shouldn't win. He did it with the elephant. All right, let's see if. So wait a minute. He was telling us that they they apparently had uh, sex. He and David even in the shower. So right. they don't even get to the bed before. No, no, no. They just shampooed no, him. And finals. You said, I asked you how you tried. No, soaped off and all that. No, soaped off, not You did foreplay in the shower. Yes. Right. And then what did you, did you, you walked to the bed with him? Wet. Wet. Right. You got into the bed wet. You were both nude. Correct. Glistening. No, I don't know about that. All right. And you get in the bed and then no kissing and you use your hand on him? No. Or you use your mouth? He liked to do something that was really a turn on. I mean, he would lick under my arm and all over my neck. And that was, you know. Oh, so you like the licking. But you wouldn't let him kiss you. That's disgusting. Right. I, I tried it. So he licked you on your arms and on your under neck. Under your arms. I wonder oh, if the turkey was listening to Do you shave under your arms? No. Why right. would I do that? No. So he licked your hairy arms. Ugh. Hey, Mark, whatever you do, don't embarrass your family. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> embarrass yeah, yeah. Sean, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Uh, just listening to you, I think I should go get AIDS tested. <laughs> <laughs> you you are gay squared. And does that bother you? Very much so. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Does that affect your life? How can you marry that old bag and take all our money? How could you <laughs> say that about Martha Ray? You're not I'm, not talking about Jackie I'm not talking about Jackie Marling. I'm talking about Martha Ray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not talking about Jackie. Jackie is even better than you are. Stay in focus. All right, let's uh, go to a different caller. That was obviously very rude. Greg, you're on the air. Obviously. Hey, yes. with a fudge packer on the air. Fudge <laughs> packer. You know, America's... Well, you are a fudge packer. You've admitted to it. Every fire caller is so full of hate and they don't... Well, let's see what he has to say. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, Mark, hey, it sounds like a little funny. Mark. Yeah. Hey, your sphincter's so wide when you fart, it sounds like wind blowing through a tire swing. <laughs> and 
<laughs> uh, are, are there no uh, Mark Harris fans that aren't full of hate? Uh, let's are go. There no Mark Harris. Alan, you're on the air. Hi, I'm a big fan of Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Alan. How you doing? Um, listen, I was wondering if I could hook you up on a date with my grandmother. Well, no, not really, but if I you want, really hot, you know, the America's so sick today with hateful people like yourself. Incest is best. Why don't you go with her yourself? All right, Scott, you're on the air. Oh, that was rude. That was a witty bon mot. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Scott? I'm sorry. This is homo overload. It's like a bunch of pickle smugglers up there. <laughs> hey, directly from Flatbush. Yes. I, I thought I had my dark horse candidate with John McCain, but... Uh, Mark Harris is killing me. Bend over and look at your own dog. Are you saying you will not endorse John McCain now that Mark Harris has? Oh, well, he's man, killing me. Man. i got a flaming, pillow-biting poofter who's supporting him. You publicly. have a flaming mind that's in the gutter. Bend over and enjoy yourself. Bruce, you're on the air. Buongiorno, Howard. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Is this Mark? David? <laughs> no, this is some pizzeria Hi, guy. I just love you. You have a golden throat. I'd love to tickle your tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Zaya. You know what that means? You moron. Oh. All right. I love McCain, so I think he's gay. No, McCain is not gay, and if he was, I'm sure he would admit to it. But he does yes, believe in equal rights, and even for mental cases yes, like but, yourself. Yes, but Mark, you go shopping. Mark, you got to admit, he, he was with those cute little Viet Cong boys. All right, listen, let's get back to you. So you're saying in bed, he licked your armpits and kissed your neck. Oh, and because that turns that right. your uh, Okay, 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 yeah. fair. Just, you're, very, you're very crude. Uh, what? Oh, I'm crude. Hold it, Senator John McCain is on the air. Stop wow. it. Senator. Hamas says what? <laughs> I wouldn't imagine what? that the senator would call now. What and say Hamas says what? All right. So then, what 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 happens next in the in the lovemaking? You use your hand or your mouth on him? Are you facing him? Yeah. Yeah. You're in the missionary position. On our sides. You're on the side. One another. I see. Talking. And stroking one another. And stroke. What contact. are you talking about? What are you talking about when you're doing it? What we were talking at that time was music. Oh. Anyway. that in the background. You're naked, so touching each other, talking about music. Yeah, and then eventually... Recreate the conversation. Like, what were you oh, saying? I can't really Come remember. On. We're discussing about violin openings. <laughs> <laughs> openings, all right. And we just struck Can it along. Can you fit a violin? <laughs> you should touch those strings. Any candles burning? Actually, yes. Yeah, very lovely. Yeah. Very lovely time. I was fiddling oh, with the organ. So romantic. Yeah, we're the candles. <laughs> <laughs> I know where they should be. And then the two of you stroked one another's oh. most intimate places. Yes, we were both circumcised. Right. And then you perform. <laughs> well, you almost had it, Robin. Sixty-two and a half. <laughs> eight and you eight. Right. All right. He's funnier than and you. Really <laughs> he is funny. That's so funny. I hope the senator will call. Why should the senator be embarrassed about your sexuality? Right, I'm not. This is a man, a brave man, who went to Vietnam and was uh, tortured, had his teeth all broken down to the gum. So Mark could live this life. a wonderful American. I think so, too. And he could take the White House again the way Reagan did post-Carter and post-Clinton, make it a White House. All right. Bobby D., you're on the air. Hey, who is this? This is Howard. This is Robert Howard? Vera? Yeah. I'm a friend of McCain. Good. He don't know this faggot. Oh, but then you're not a friend of McCain. Because he'd be sabotaging his whole campaign if he admitted he knew this moron. <laughs> you hear me, Mark? 
No, you happen to be. You'll be quiet. Why are you calling me? Shut your mouth. You shut yours, you moron. You'll be quiet. You're an imbecile. You're boring. You know who that is? You're boring. That's Bobby De Niro. That's Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah, he'll hurt you. Robert De Niro. I could care less. Really? <laughs> Probably somebody in the back room calling. Mm. All right. You know what? I think that the George W. Bush people paid more. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait for the so, uh, um, edition to come out in January. I taped two hours the other day. Where's your People magazine? Two hours? I don't have it. Do you have it? You know Marks and People magazine? Do you know I'm in People magazine? For what? This week? Yep. For what? Yeah, what did you do? Well, they did an overview on my life with Martha Ray, but endorsed my cabaret act, where I'm going to be, and etc. They endorsed you. Where is it? Well, they said. Well, have up, you seen it? Gigolo. No, he told me about it. So, but but it's just, no one's seen it, though. No. You will, yeah, yeah it's true. a lot of people. <laughs> he tells me a lot of things. Excuse me. A lot of people saw it. Someone had the People Garden magazine. Room, and I'm going back uh, December. And right. Caroline's on Broadway. Okay, all right, very good. Oh, all will right. you be there, Howard? No. I will not. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Okay. Take the kids. Yeah. It's family show. Well, I don't want to take up a free seat. I want you to would sell you out. Like the audio tracks of the uh, yes. of the singers. Yes, I would. Right? Yes, I would. Would you actually destroy them or let one of them? I would listen to them live. I would listen. Would you to play them. it on the so air? So are you going to do this on a regular basis? Yes. Now, would you like the audio tracks and you decide the winner? When are you going to tell Caroline's you're going to be there? Caroline Hirsch <laughs> and I already made an agreement. Would you like Kevin? You're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, yes, Howard. Every time Mark comes into town, I'm a male escort that needs him. Is that true? Uh, do you, do I have to qualify that? Oh, Hold on. Wait a minute, Mark. Yeah, I'm, le I'm letting you talk, but it's the most ridiculous lie. But go ahead, if it turns you on. I think this is a real deal. Oh, sure, it's a real deal. What are you, a bigger idiot? Almost a what? Producer of CBS. I'm more liar, 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 pants on fire. It's an idiot. Almost I'm a good one. <laughs> what is that asshole saying? Uh, he's saying he almost says what? Wait a minute, Mark. And then you said what? Oh. Okay, Gary, you're on <laughs> the air. It's like that probably Proof. votes, too. Yes, Gary. Yes, so Mark. Mark? Yes. Do you remember? It's, it's me, Gary Silver. I was your cabana boy out in Flamingo. What's Flamingo? <laughs> I don't know. Cabana boy. I don't know. Everybody just, pops up. Just cabana boys. places. It's wrong to say. All right, listen, Mark, congratulations on your Caroline's you know appearance. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, he I can't imagine. walked off this show. Okay. Where could he have this much fun? Oh, no, I love it. I, you know, recently... Uh, Why did he walk off? I forget. Listen to me. Somebody, I, he asked him to take a lie detector test. Yeah, and he, and he walked Saturday off. Saturday night, a lady said to me, Why do you do the Howard Stern? She says, Why do you go there? Why do you take this abuse? And I looked at her. You want to be famous no 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 not a, from this right oh this would get you famous. Oh, this got me a lot of email i don't say no right. but uh okay. i said no he's really a nice guy but how it doesn't like to be called when is your guy. date uh with this guy from chicago when is he flying in the 9th of december the 9th of december you will meet with him yes all right well we wish you luck on that we hope you find true romance Oh, can we no. tape it? Do can you we tape your date? Think I'll have get to ask again, Mark. I mean, even to a guy like to have a life uh, wait a minute, mate wait. or something. That's you see, at least she asks intelligent questions. Will you get married? Significant again? other. I can I answer this, Vinny, or are you going to play producer? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yes, I would get married to a guy. I just discussed that on Inside Edition. They're going to show that in January. Uh, that way, do you want me to answer this? Yes, we do. That We're having way, a good time. Having uh, same-sex marriage, right? Like Ellen DeGeneres, then I won't lose my health insurance. Good. 
Frank, you're on the air with Mark Harris. Mark. Yes. Would you do? I have two questions. Would you uh, one at a time, please? With Ricky Martin. Say again. Would you take the third input from Ricky Martin? I love San Juan. Would you take the third input from Ricky Martin? What is the third input? You know, anal sex. Would you receive from Ricky Martin? No, you will not. But that would be. When's the last time you banged your wife? Well, we we addressed that this morning, and I said I'm not going to answer that. Melrose, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Melrose Larry. First of all, number one, Doesn't these people like that are criticizing Mark, he's very talented. I've seen his shows dozens of times. But you think you're talented. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> right, what, is, what do you want to say? Well, first of all, I slept over at Mark's house last oh. year. Oh. oh. And, and he was you a perfect gentleman. Melrose slept over your, at my daughter's house. At your daughter's house, yes. right. Okay, yeah. He was a perfect gentleman. He didn't come on to you? Nothing happened at all. all right. He didn't sneak into your room? <laughs> Melrose has done stuff. Those weren't pillows. Yeah, Melrose has had sex with guys, I think. That's true. Do you think it would be good for me to do a singing spot with this group, Morrissey? No. John, you're on the air. Yeah, no. Howard, this guy's pretty cool, but I, I want to know if he would take you out for a nice romantic evening and possibly give you the third input or perform fellatio on you since you're legally separated. Mark, Mark if, I, if I needed it, let's, let's, let's pose a theoretical, a hypothetical rather. Yeah. Um, if Now that I'm single, if I needed you to deliver me anal sex, would you give it to me? Would you date him? Would no. you date me? First of all, I feel too brotherly towards you. That's I see. One. You will not but, date me. Uh, now, let me explain something. I would have what if it involved a half-hour pilot? No. Uh, the guy that fixed me up with his uh, financial uh, partner. Kiss me now. No, listen to me yeah. carefully. All right. He offered to buy you and myself friendship rings from Tiffany. Really? I would have forgotten. His name's Tony, not Tony Toronto. Yeah. So if you say now... I'd rather phone, cut my penis off. You want to wear a friendship ring with me? Yes. You do. Because he offered. And you he'll know. buy them. Really? I, you know what? I really... I, you know what? You're going to have to shoot me and shoot my mother so she doesn't see the embarrassed look. Tony Williams, save your money. Right. Please. I'd put that it, would be so funny. I, I would take the friendship ring and put it under Howard a steamroller. Howard Stern is wearing my friendship ring. You know who wears my friendship ring? <laughs> Howard Stern. But you will not give me anal sex if I do not date me. Howard no. might need it. You know what? You know what? She's, she's, she's insulted because I won't wear her friendship ring. You won't shower with him? Yeah, no. Uh, no. Hey, Mark, you're supposed to be a good friend. Why don't you yeah, comfort the man? Friendship. Why don't you help me out? Friendships have barriers. Hook him up, Mark. Come on, Mark. man. Give me a little anal. At least Try masturbation. Back. All right, David is on the phone. David, hi. I don't know. Sounded like chimpanzees. No Mark, let me tell you something. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. happy for you about the I Caroline's appearance. I really am. I know you are, really. This is a major step in your career. And in Vegas, at the House of Blues, the Queen of Morrissey. I have to look. I'm getting old. Cool. December 19th and 20th with the Palladium. December 15th and 16th. Mm -hmm. Tom is arranging it. Drummers, Bob, Boar, Alan White. All right, Mike good. Smith. All right. So, and, and Caroline's is when? 
Valentine's night. Valentine's Sweetheart night. Sweetheart of the right. evening. Congratulations, Mark Harris. Come see us again. It's always delightful. I'm sorry Thank you. Uh, that uh, that we can't hook up. We, you didn't make a love connection. Yeah, we didn't make a love connection today. But, about the love but connection. congratulations the on, on the money. Turkish millionaire, you are a gay Turkish and, millionaire. And uh, yeah. vote for Senator McCain. Well, we don't have that opportunity yeah, yet. He's Not yet. Nominated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you. Thank All right, you. we'll be back right after okay. these words with the news. Hey, to get me to sign a piece of paper saying that I was a spy and that I hated the American people and I was a traitor and that the government was wrong and I would never do it and if, and if any of my fellow POWs would do it I wouldn't talk to them how would you know? that's just me oh I knew you could tell now did you suffer because of this? yes look at me <laughs> come on still suffering yep <laughs> but you won't sign. Right. So, uh, what can I tell you? I think it's time for the news. <laughs> I'm still getting over the Martin Harris uh, oh. visit every time he comes. He is something. He is very gay. <clears throat> He's gayer. Like Jackie said, he gets gayer each time. And you don't think it's possible to be it's, more gay than he is. Jackie was a But he always manages. He is a gay Turkish millionaire. Oh. <laughs> Which will make you gayer. Yeah. Here's Bobby Shriver on the Today Show talking about us. Bobby Shriver is a Kennedy, even though his name is Shriver. His mother is Eunice Shriver. Kennedy. The Kate Arnold impersonation. I did that last time here, but I, I don't think I can do it Why? Today. Did he give you a hard time? No, no, not at all. But I I, uh, I don't know why I did it. I just lost my mind in the middle of the interview. We should mention that you've just come from Howard Stern. I have. And that's why I'm a little wound up because I walked into the green room. There was a naked woman. I came on the air. The only thing the guy asked me about was like, how much money did you inherit? Is it true? And he picked out six pieces of paper and saying, now, here's the list of all the girls you've dated. I was like, oh, my God. Well, it's going to be a that. long morning. Actually, we do have so, a list of I'm, I'm here. Kidding. You know we're we're going to be talking about the CD, something oh much more God. benign um, and the greatest harmless. Christmas gift of all. You know, we're not going to ask you any of those questions. Those, you know. Those interesting oh, you questions. You want to hear what Howard Stern asked you because that's interesting. Yeah, we're going to bore everyone. <laughs> we'll just talk about the CD, but what did Howard ask you? You know what Katie needs? A good flogging from a man. Not that I'm the guy to give it to her. I wouldn't know how. <laughs> I'm just saying if there was a real man out there. Are there any real men left? She needs the weenie whip. That is the question. <laughs> what is it, Brian? I spent uh, last night on a plane with Jenna Jameson. And then uh, I gave her a ride home in my car because her car didn't show up. And all I can tell you is the first thing you need to do is call her up and uh, get some of that if you haven't already. You banged her? You did it? No, she. It was her time of month, and I got I got oral. Wow! And I can only tell you. Wait a second. You tell me, Jenna Jameson won't have sex with a guy because it's the time of her month. Her time. In the, in the, the time. A, in the back. In the back of a car, I guess not. No. 
a big deal. Why do girls get so uptight about that? Could be a little messy. So what? You know what? Let's have a party. I, I, nor I normally would have. Who cares? Messy, messy. Okay, but uh, I, I was completely content. Time in a month. Will you that, calm that down? Good. What are you gay? What are you Queer boy. It's just sometimes you just don't want to do that. And you're telling me. And you said it was heavy, and it was the beginning, and that um, you feel comfortable. Heavy schmevy. <laughs> Let me yeah, ask you I, I wouldn't have minded. She could have eaten Taco Bell for a month and been out of toilet paper. I would have done it. Hey, wow. Let me ask you something. So you're telling me Jenna Jameson gave you oral sex? Yes, she did. You know, why I don't know you? if I believe it. I'll tell you why. why. I don't know why, because i got to tell you something. When we were shooting uh -huh. the movie Private Parts, and Jenna Jameson is in the movie. She plays the first naked woman on my show at NBC. Right. She came into my trailer, and um, <clears throat> in no way am I suggesting I wanted to fool around with her or anything. We were working together, but she was sitting there in my trailer. I was alone with her, and, you know, she kind of, you know, we were kind of talking a little bit, and I said, What yeah. do you mean, kind of talking? We were talking. We were talking. Strictly talking. We were friendly. But what do you mean? We were just talking. Okay. All okay. right. Go on. We were talking. Uh, that? <laughs> we were talking just like that and um my le i spread my legs on purpose see if she would react in any way because a lot of girls get turned off by that, <laughs> that your move? she didn't make one move and i said to her it's interesting that you haven't made one move on me and she goes you well you said that in the trailer that's right. while you were alone yeah mm -hmm. i said because everyone probably is outside the trailer thinking you're doing something to me not that I was—I wasn't even looking for anything. I'd be very freaked out to be with a porno star. To I be mean, honest were with you, were you talking in that direction? I mean, this guy was aiming for it. Mm. I'm sure. But she even said to me, "I don't know, Howard. I'd be really—it's not that I don't want to do something with you. I'd be very embarrassed. Like, like not embarrassed. What was the word she used? She said, "I just would be—it would just be like, you know, it's always been sort of weird with us or something." So I said, "Yeah, aren't you a lesbo?" You know, something like that. I said. And she said? And she said, no, I'd go both ways. And then I just said, oh, that's interesting. And then that was it. And then she left. So we kind of had a flirtation in the sense that we were talking about sex. And believe me, I did not want to have sex with her. I don't. Well, then why would she try? Don't you understand that? Oh, I see. Well, I figured she would just jump on top of me and start giving me fellatio. Oh, like a, a rabid dog. Against mm. <laughs> well, I acted, I acted like I didn't know who she was. To the, to the time that we dropped her off. I didn't oh, is that what you did? That was the game? <laughs> yeah, I pretended I had no idea who she was. And you're claiming she gave you oral sex. I don't know if Absolutely. I believe it. Well, she, I'm sure if she's listening today, it's 9.30 out here. Uh, what? It's 6.40 right now here. I'm sure if she's listening, um, she'll, uh, she'll call in. All right. All right. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Right. Your pleasure is right. You're damn right. <laughs> Not more pleasure than I get. <laughs> she finished the job well why'd you hang out before you got that information think of it <laughs> i'm sure she did there's a girl who looks like she knows how to do it right <laughs> there is nothing better for a guy when a woman knows how to do oral sex properly mm -hmm. but i'm telling you a lot of women do not know and the problem is a lot of women think they're doing it properly yum yum <laughs> and that's the problem but girls you know you're doing it right if your guy is done inside of three minutes that's when you're doing it right all right you understand robin i understand what you're saying okay when you well never mind. i hear you <laughs> i hear you it shouldn't take more than three to four minutes okay
Listen, guys, whacked out on alcohol. Then you got a whole, then you got whiskey, uh, I can't even say it. Whiskey penis. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Robin, where are we in the news? Penis, penis, penis. penis. I want my penis. <laughs> your penis is drunk. Honey, your penis is drunk. Right. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Oh, that's a penis. Now, you move to a small town. You just want a quiet life. That's what I did. Kids to go to a good school. Mm. You know, you worry about those things, and that's why you chose this community. Yes. And then you find out that uh, the, a member of the school board is an executive at a private sex club. Yeah, so what? What do you do? You do nothing. <laughs> if the guy isn't, uh, what, what, you're not allowed to be belong to a private sex club? Well, you're thinking that you want the whole thing to be wholesome and... Mm. I know what you mean. Yeah. So then you find out, you know, the guy is the uh, head of a private sex club. What do you do? And that's the buzz around Killingly, Connecticut. Mm. They say that uh, some people around town wonder whether she should resign or be left alone in her private life. It all started Tuesday when the Norwich Bulletin reported that Leslie Moore Linfield's involvement in the Black Key Club in Johnston, Rhode Island, was an actual thing. According to its website, the club offers group sex, fetish nights, mm. bisexual couples, nights, uh, that's another night, and other intimate activities. So it proves wholesome doesn't exist. <laughs> you move to a wholesome town, there you go. it's a wholesome school board, wholesome doesn't exist. Yeah, a telephone maybe. message seeking comment was uh, left for more Linfield today. She has declined comment. She just wants to be a regular school board member in her daytime life. Right. So anyway. The, uh, so far, she's remaining on the school board. If she doesn't flaunt it, so what? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I actually do know. <laughs> Throw her right off the school board. Once you're near the kids. All those orgies. Listen, everybody has kinky desires and things. She acts on them. But, you know, what are you going to do? You, you, you think <laughs> it might affect her decision-making process? No. All right. It's uh, What day is it today? Do you know? Uh, today is Wednesday. No, 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 no. That That's about as good as I can do. <laughs> I'm going to say December. Uh -uh. Why do you got to give the answer, you bastard? Uh, can't you just sit quiet? I'm not talking to you. I never talked to you. I was going to say December 2nd. What is it? It's World AIDS Day. Oh. And the problem. I knew that. Howard. Oh. Is that a lot of people, because, you know, they see Magic Johnson running around like a right. healthy man, and Greg Lugain is looking quite well, they think that there's a cure, or that there's no big deal right. with AIDS anymore. It is a big and deal. And so people are uh, getting back into risky behavior, and uh, young people are not realizing that this is still a problem. That's right. And um, so the people who created World AIDS Day, want you to know that there is still a problem out there. AIDS is a killer. Of course. And it's a very terrible disease, and you don't want it. Oh, this is sad to thought. That's Save, right. I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. <laughs> and he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. Classic Tiny Tim. The reindeer all look blue. To bring the they know what he's going through. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. 
Here's uh, Daniel Zingali, who is the executive director of AIDS Action, and he says complacency is one of the greatest enemies in the war against this disease. Well, that's true. 25. That's true. I, uh, I, a friend of mine has AIDS, and he uh, was talking to me yesterday. He having a, you know, just the toughest time with it. And uh, the fact of the matter is you can't go by Magic Johnson's experience, who seems to be having a charmed, or some people evidently don't get that affected You're by right. it. Right. Many people, particularly young people, are susceptible to the misconception that getting AIDS is not such a terrible thing now, that there is a cure. Well, in fact, there is not. These drugs do not work for everyone. They are a cure for no one. There you go. And Zingali says the nation is more concerned with entertaining young people than it is about educating them about AIDS. Number 23. Okay. What does he mean by that, Robin? Today, we as a nation are spending more on teaching our kids about the fantasy world of Pokemon than we are about the real dangers of HIV. And I think all of us can agree that can't continue. That's right. We shouldn't be going to see Pokemon, the first movie. We should be going to see AIDS, the first movie. That's right. <laughs> it really is much more important. It's an epidemic. But uh, they're also a concern because today is the day that they have decided to light the Christmas tree. Right. And they think it's wrong that uh, they're doing that. And they have uh, some big stars that are very popular with young people on the show. And they're really not mentioning AIDS. The uh, AIDS part of the program is going to be done not on the national broadcast. So there have been protests. And I think uh, about 100 people handcuffed themselves to the tree or tied themselves mm -hmm. to the tree to uh, protest. But uh, I guess the uh, AIDS program, the program for mm. the lighting of the tree tonight, will go on without any mention mm. of the disease and uh, they are sorry for that oversight but it's a national show and they don't want to get involved why don't they mention people who have diseases of the feet when they lose their nails <laughs> Jackie really you should jump right into that charity and make sure that that's not an overlooked disease. I have no toenails I have nine inch nail syndrome <laughs> so uh, you won't be seeing an, a the, an AIDS mention mm on that national broadcast today. It's a dozen AIDS activists who have chained themselves to the 100-foot-tall Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center, Good. hoping to delay the uh, lighting tonight. I they approve. actually wanted them to turn on the lights and then turn them off because of World AIDS Day. The tree is to be lit this evening. and uh, Christmas is my favorite year, time of year. You know why? Why? Channel 4 does a promo every year where all of the employees sing Yes. And Dan Foreman sings. Oh, <laughs> on Channel 4. Oh, 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 That's your job. Find Dan Foreman yep. in the group. I, I, it's, it's great. And they always do one close-up. Right. Around your virgin. <laughs> does Dan actually know the words? I don't know. <laughs> Looks like he does. The AIDS group says AB, uh, NBC has agreed to allow a speaker to address AIDS issues and to dim the tree briefly during the evening, but only after the broadcast is ended. So I don't want to be on camera. The message is left out for the national audience. I don't. I don't want to be on camera. And they expect you know quite a lot of people. I don't know why I have to be in the Madonna sketch. Tens I mean, of thousands are drawn to the tree lighting ceremony every I'm year. I'm not like a poker. And it has millions of TV viewers. That's your thing being on camera. Why does it have to be mine? Still hearing about the Jesus thing. <laughs> I'm not going to be a program. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Cracking the dam. <laughs> every week. It was how to get Dan on the show. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of protests, I protest. They had to uh, 
delay the opening of the World Trade Organization meeting in Seattle yesterday because of all of the protesters. You know they won't let uh, women go topless in Seattle? Uh, well, that too. Right. But they also won't let people talk about World Trade. There are hundreds of demonstrators there, and who knew this was such a hot topic? All right. So they, um, d they kept the delegates from getting to the meeting. Yeah. And uh, the crowd had to be tear gassed. There were hundreds of arrests. People, you know, some of the police officers were injured. It wow. Quite a melee they mm. had. Mm. Oh, melee. <laughs> I'm doing it. And uh, President Clinton has kind of got egg on his face because he was the one who decided that. Seattle that ain't egg. <laughs> I, I backed up. That Seattle was the place to have the meeting, and now it's become an international embarrassment. That's not egg on my face, honey. Where's Mark Harris? Today, the unarmed National Guard will be out along with the police in Seattle to try to keep the crowds under control. I look like I've been in a Bukaki film. <laughs> president Clinton tried to keep a sense of humor about the whole situation. Number 27. All right. Here is the President of the United States. Push your finger. Number 27. I'm going to Seattle. If you watch the news tonight, if any of you would like to go with me... <laughs> Maybe even for me. <laughs> but the protesters are taking it quite seriously. Here is Andrea Durbin with the group Friends of the Earth. Andrea Durbin? Yeah, she uh, was among the protesters, number 16. Is she with Friends of the Earth? Yes. All right. The WTO and, the, and its rules are not serving the interests of people or the planet. Um, I'm with an environmental organization, and, and we're here, Friends of the Earth is here, to try to um, change the WTO so that the WTO doesn't undermine or <laughs> weaken our ability to affect strong environmental and health standards. Uh, Durbin says the police tactics only served to anger protesters yesterday, and that's yeah. why things got out of hand. That's right. That's why I have a website. You have another number, number here? Number 17. Right. Barely got through the first one. Maybe she'll get a little more interested. Protesters were sitting in the street to block a street, and police attacked many of those protesters, uh, fired tear gas into the crowds, fired rubber bullets into the crowds, and it escalated the aggressiveness ever since. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> Lauren is a protester with the Portland, Oregon group Cascade Forest Alliance and claims the WTO supports greed over human rights and the environment. Mm. Yes, so? Number 18. So what? I'm greedy. I charge people for t-shirts. We're here to take and make uh, some people see that this is not appropriate, you know, behavior to uh, treat people in foreign countries like objects for uh, their own profit, their own gain. Hippies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Didn't know there was still some left. That's cool. Here's natural sounds of the protesters chanting in Seattle. What number? Oh, we just did 18. 19. Oh. 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 The Imer Show. Uh, <laughs> and here's natural sound of a Starbucks coffee shop being trashed. Really? They, you're kidding. Why them? Oh my God. That's real. Oh, it was a riot. It was an absolute riot. Hey, behind the counter for guessing your coffee. Oh my. Easy, easy. Wait a minute, please, please. What, what the line? hell is that about? Mm. Help! Help! Yeah, Jesus! 
shocked that this was causing so much of a ruckus. Jesus. But it definitely is. Help me. Jesus. Today they will, uh, as I said, bring out the National Guard. Right. They will be unarmed, they say, right. to try to um, <clears throat> control the crowds right. and allow the uh, right. conference <clears throat> to go on. Here's Officer Carmen Best with the Seattle Police explaining how they'll try to keep the peace. Number 24. Our officers and the officers who are providing mutual assistance from across the state to our agency will be in charge of crowd control and the National Guard will be in to hold the perimeter down so that we can try to not have the same set of circumstances. Wow. Yeah, so Seattle having a, a grand old time being the site of the World Trade Organization meeting. I just want to get a cup of coffee at Starbucks in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, just try to do that. Just they didn't like the coffee. Yeah. 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 Russian President Boris Yeltsin is doing better. He was sick again. The Kremlin says his temperature is back to normal and he's working on government business from his hospital bed. His spokesman says the 68-year-old leader is stabilized at this point and continues to undergo treatment for pneumonia. He was hospitalized on Monday. How's that stain on his head, Robin? <laughs> he doesn't have the stain. Oh. That was Gorbachev. Right. Oh, oh who, who can tell? Uh, that controversial art exhibit that raised such a ruckus here in New York is causing problems in Australia as well, where it has moved. The Australian National Gallery has canceled an exhibit of the British artist that features a portrait of the Virgin Mary smeared with elephant dung. And <laughs> New York Mayor Rudolph Giuliani and the Brooklyn Museum of Art went to court over the show after Giuliani froze funds for the museum. Giuliani called the exhibit sacrilegious. Officials in Australia say the flap was prompted or has prompted them to pull the plug on the show. They say the controversy has obscured discussion of the artistic merit of the works of art. So they're stopping. The Australian women's soccer team has agreed to remove the word Olympic from a calendar featuring some players in the buff. Right. The Australian Olympic Committee doesn't have a problem with the athletes appearing naked, oh. some in full frontal shot. Oh. <laughs> they just said they had no permission to use the term Olympic. Oh. The women said that uh, they will remove Olympic from future calendars. Oh. They decided to uh, pose nude to bring attention to their sport. They both. So there's some girls going all out. For the uh, sport of soccer. Robin tomorrow, an elementary school teacher will be here who wants to see if she's Playboy material. Uh, coming soon, Tim Allen, John Stewart, and the Swedish bikini team. Right. A 10-year-old Long Island boy saw the accident that killed his parents, leaving him an orphan. <laughs> That's not funny, Jeff. The accident happened on Sunday on I-495 I in Maryland. <laughs> Maryland State Police say the boy left the family car on the side of the road to take a bathroom break <laughs> when another vehicle plowed into his car on the shoulder of the interstate. John and Carol Hall, both 47, were killed. Wow. Kids saw that? Yeah, he was in the bushes taking a leak. Oh, my. Strangers pulled over to the side of the road to comfort a crying and distraught 10-year-old. Right. State police say the Hall family was traveling from Richmond to New York after Thanksgiving, you know, the family celebration for the holiday. His 16-year-old sister was hurt and is in stable condition at a Maryland hospital. I hope that kid had to go real bad. The 19-year-old driver of the other car was not charged. Yeah, you think he'll have a lot of guilt mm -hmm. because they pulled over because he had to go? He might have trouble peeing the rest of his life. Oh. I know I do. 
Well, I didn't well, say what anything. traumatized you? The size of my penis. Hey, let's take a break. When we come back, Robin, we'll finish off the news right after. <laughs> I sympathize with him because here he is, the father of America, and he can't come out of the closet. Howard Stern. They're weird. Come on, rock me, rock my tuchus, rock the cellulite right off my tuchus, baby. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Kiss my fat ass. Come on, baby, elate me. That's it. Come on, Ryan, right now, over here. You know that is no way to treat a lady. You're no lady. Um, tomorrow, an elementary school teacher will be here who wants to see if she's Playboy material. We'll be is brutally she, is honest. Is she going to be evaluated by who? <laughs> by our expert staff, me, Fred, and Jackie, and you. Oh, yeah. All right. No uh, special panel for her. No. <laughs> she's a school teacher. How high could she be? <laughs> Robin, what else is in the news? I know we're... Find a very hot school teacher. You never know. Yeah. My brother had sex with one. They found oh. this guy who was responsible for the brick attack, they think. Oh, they did find him. Yes. Uh, poor... A young woman, Nicole Barrett, is um, ready to go into rehab. You know, she was perfectly healthy and fine. Hey, I was in rehab. on her a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Doesn't make you bad guy. Now she needs rehab right. to repair the neurological damage done by a wacko with a brick. Throw him in jail. They arrested a guy the other day, and the reason I bring up this story is, you know, they always put out the composite drawing. Yes. And you could arrest everybody. Right. Every black man Based in New York, you could have arrested. Drawing. They did a composite drawing. It looked like, um, <laughs> looked like Sherman Hemsley. It looked like Chris Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> you know they arrested Chris Rock for the brick attack? What the hell is that? Take a hand off me. And even the guy, when they arrested him, he said, "Is that? I guess that's me. Yeah, he wasn't even sure. Right. He would have turned himself in if they got him better. I couldn't recognize myself in that stupid cartoon drawing. I didn't know you were talking about yeah. me. They hauled in Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Stop uh, touching me. <laughs> Do not rest me. out near the Caesar Clown. <laughs> what? I was there. No way else in the Caesar Clown. All right. So anyway, this guy had a rap sheet as long as your arm. Since 18, he's been uh, involved with the law and only been on the street for as much as a year and a half nonstop. Because every time, even when they arrested him for this, he was uh, on bail for three different things. So they keep letting this guy out to right. uh, a cost. A professional people. criminal. Yeah, he's a drug addict, you know, right. and every time he gets a little low on drugs, he yeah, gets so. desperate. They say mm. he was panhandling for drugs that day. This is one of the stories I heard. Right. And he wasn't making a lot of money. So he got angry, and he hit somebody with a brick. Oh, yeah, I'm innocent until proven guilty. That is true. Well, that's one of the stories that's going around. I don't know how much credibility to put in it, but they do have a suspect who was identified by two witnesses in a lineup. He wasn't on the lawn with my wife, was he? Hey, hey. <laughs> they had arrested him a few days ago for drugs and uh, let him go. They didn't realize right. he was the brick man. Right. Couldn't recognize him from that picture. No, even the cops can't recognize him from these pictures. Can I get a hey now? <laughs> All right. Hey now. I uh, said this earlier. The WWF has decided to tone down the SmackDown TV Pussies. show. We have decided not to uh, <laughs> continue with the salty language. I never saw so much sexual content. Right. 
I did think that uh, one of those rest there's the guy I guess is the big boss man. Is that who it is? No. Who's the pimp? Yes. And he always has his hoes. There's the big boss man with his hoes. Right. And they're, you know, they're supposed to be prostitutes. And right. guys are throwing money at the girls. Right. And so, wait a minute. This is a show that kids watch. Yeah. <laughs> and they got a guy talking about his hoes and how he gets money for all his working women. Yeah. It wasn't Haywire ever since Arnold Schwarzenegger showed up. Is that right? That's right. Well, uh, as good bus- business people, they say, we are willing to initiate change. So, as a result of being dropped by the army for being too violent. Can you imagine? (laughs) And the U.S. Coast Guard, I think. They have decided to uh, tone it down. They were getting away with a lot of stuff, I'll tell you that. It was crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But um, as far as changing because of sponsors, it's a big mistake. Yeah, because that's why they're popular. That's right. Hillary Clinton is uh, not an official candidate for the Senate from New York yet, but she did weigh into the homeless situation the other day. She has decided to speak out, and she says that uh, the new homeless policy announced by Rudolph Giuliani, without mentioning him by name, will not work. Well, how would she know? <laughs> of course it'll work. That's a great question. Look, Rudy has been more successful. Getting rid of with homeless. Ridding our streets of homeless. He's been killing them and filling them in potholes. Other mayor we have had. I don't know what he did with the homeless. I don't know where they went. But they're not here anymore. But the other day, I got to tell you, I was walking along a street at around 6.30 in the evening. Right. And that's when they show up. They were, you know, as the businesses close, they come out with their boxes and whatever. And one guy actually had a tent that he had erected on a city street. It was multicolored and it was really quite beautiful. I think he sent all the homeless to uh, Candor, the little village in Superman's Fortress. (laughs) So some of the homeless are living quite nicely. They have, you know, very, very nice tents and everything. But anyway, Hillary says what we need is more Section 8 housing. I told my wife, you want a job, why don't you make the bed? I'll pay you $50 for that. I told my wife, you want a job, why don't you open a window? It smells like a coffin in here. (laughs) You're trying to kill me. Why now? Because two years ago I slept eight hours. A year ago it was twelve. It's up to fifteen now. Pretty soon it's gonna be twenty-four. What are you trying to do? Scare me? I need a life. Get a job. I don't want a job. I want you. I'm taken by me. <laughs> Get out of the house. Do something useful. Goddamn it. Wouldn't let me work when I wanted to. That was a year ago. Throw a tantrum every time you call and I'm not home. Look, sister, I'm out there in the jungle. Eight hours a day. You wouldn't even let me canvas for Kennedy. You want a job? I got a job for you. Fix up this pigsty. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. You want an extra $50 a week? Try vacuuming. You want an extra hundred? Make this goddamn bed. Try opening some goddamn windows. That's why you can't stand up in here. The goddamn place smells like you're <laughs> yeah. That's, a great clip. that's the greatest clip. A great There's no clip. better clip in the world than that you clip. You know, that's why Jack Nicholson makes the big bucks. <laughs> greatest movie, man. Carnal Knowledge, Ann Margaret, Jack Nicholson. And uh, that Art Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, Hillary thinks criminalizing hey the homeless. 
is the wrong way to go. You should criminalize my album. Rudy, uh, answering from Texas, says they're uh, simplifying. That's an oversimplification of his new proposals. And uh, therefore, he will ignore all criticism. Danger. William Shatner apparently has gotten over the death of his late wife. He's back to dating, you're saying? Three months. You know, you know. we were saying Paul McCartney at least waited a year. No, three months is fine. And he's still saying that nothing's going on? Three months is appropriate. You think so? Yes. Yes. He's got, he's got limited time on this planet. Three months after his wife's tragic death, uh, according to page six. His penis was yelling at him to start dating a month ago. It seems William Shatner is uh, back in the game. Who will go out with me, William Shatner? A spy tells us Shatner, whose wife Nareen drowned in their swimming pool last August after a long struggle with alcoholism, was snogging a pretty blonde woman in an elevator at the Riga Royal Hotel. He's banging her? Couldn't even wait to get into the room. Was he banging her? He basically had his tongue down her throat. No, oh. that means he was just like all over her. Oh. When Shatner finally noticed that there were other people in the elevator, he stepped away from his companion and announced... This is my sister. Ah, that's great. He's a pisser, man. He's funny, that guy. I'm telling you. That's a great guy. This is my sister. <laughs> you gotta love him. You want a job? <laughs> How about 50 bucks to make the bed? <laughs> what is he later? He's spending a lot of time testing this bed out. Yeah, pay, pay pretty good money for that. testing the mattress out all day. <laughs> no wonder you can't stand. What? The line in that thing that keeps going through my head is, she goes, I need you. And he goes, I'm taken by me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you need me for? Get a job. You didn't want me to work a year ago when I wanted to work. <laughs> then he was into her. I got a job for you. Clean the friggin' house. <laughs> Make the bed. Clean the friggin' house. Clean the friggin' house. I gotta hear it again. You're trying to kill me. <laughs> Why now? Because two years ago I slept eight hours. A year ago it was 12, it's up to 15 now, but he's going to be 24. What are you trying to do, scare me? I need a life. Get a job! I don't want a job, I want you. I'm taken by me! Get out of the house! Do something useful, goddammit! Wouldn't let me work when I wanted to. That was a year ago. Throw a tantrum every time you call and I'm not home. Look, sister, I'm out there in the jungle. Eight hours a day. You wouldn't even let me canvas for Kennedy. You want a job? I got a job for you. Fix up this pigsty. You get a pretty goddamn good salary for testing out this bed all day. You want an extra $50 a week? Try vacuuming. You want an extra 100 Make this goddamn bed. Try to open some goddamn windows. That's why you can't stand up in here. A goddamn place smells like a coffin. <laughs> oh, that sounded like that. What a rant. Right. Oh. He does it so well because, you know, like he even loses his voice. Yeah. That's so good. He loses his mind. <laughs> it's like you can't yell loud enough. <laughs> the human voice isn't built for that much anger. Oh, man. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> you want Gary's teeth? You can't handle the teeth. Right. There have been rumors, Howard, that uh, John and Caroline... 
Ke- or Carolyn Kennedy. Yeah. We're not doing so well at the end when uh, their plane crashed. In fact, there have been articles in some of the tabloids that said they were on their way to divorce court and that she hadn't slept with him in a year and that things were going very badly. I believe it. However, there are friends now coming to their defense. One person says, it's horse bleep. Sure, they had their ups and downs, and I'd say they were in a down period before they died. But John never said anything about her cheating on him. So now they're in a down period. Right. I mean, I said, you know, before it was just a rumor. Now you're adding credibility. Right. Some friend. Keep your mouth shut. Well, at this point, I don't know what it does, too. Well, yes, I do. It's fun to drag people through the mud, I guess. Oh. But, uh... (laughs) Anyway, yes. This person says, I had dinner with them a month before they died, and they were on the couch making out. They were a very passionate couple. What about these people who make out and invite people over to make out in front of That's a weird thing. (laughs) I never got that. I guess it's fun to make out. In public. In public, in front of people, and like, ha, 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 look who I'm making out with. And yeah, you're not. Let's go some people and then yeah. make out on the couch. I never sort of liked that, but. Why invite people in? Yeah, I told you I went out there with Guccione Jr. one night for dinner. Me and my wife and him and his new girlfriend. Right. And they made out the whole time in front of us. I mean, literally. And I'm looking at my wife and I go, I don't believe this. Yeah, not just a little peck. He yeah. didn't lean over and just give her a kiss. He was killing me. <laughs> like, look at that. Let me have some of that. I haven't made out like that in 16 years. What is that? Son of a bitch was making. I never went to dinner with him again. <laughs> Who's coming? And several friends say John had stayed in touch with an ex-girlfriend, Julie Baker, but that the relationship was not romantic. Oh yeah. According to one source, the former model had visited Kennedy at the Stanhope Hotel, where he stayed for two days before his fatal plane crash. Oh, the model visited him in a hotel, <laughs> and it was platonic. These are the people who are trying to help out. Is that the article that said that uh, they were watching videotapes together? They just watched a videotape, that's yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Try and get through a videotape with a model. Lying on the bed. Lying on the a bed, hotel. yeah. <laughs> just watched tape. Married man. She was making the bed. <laughs> <laughs> So there, they weren't as bad off as the tabloids would have you think. (laughs) Another Kathy Lee tidbit to get you through your day. What movie were they watching, Caligula? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is that, uh, Mickey Rourke? Nine and and a half weeks. (laughs) Nine and a half weeks. (laughs) Glass Tangle in Paris. Kathy Lee has her principles. What? They say that, you know, she's supposed to take over. Are we actually going? What's the deal with our tickets? I'm working on it. I have been working on it, Robin. Please. All right. (laughs) Kathy Lee's going to be on Broadway. She's going to sub for Carol Burnett one night a week. I am desperately trying to buy out the whole house Uh for a Kathy Lee performance where we can go with our audience and enjoy. The show is called Putting It Together. Right. And, you know, she's supposed to sing and, I guess, act in this thing. And there's a song called Did I Leave You? Right. In the show. And uh, I guess one of the lines in it is, now wait just a goddamn minute. She won't do it. Kathy Lee informed them that this was against her principles oh, and her neurotic. religious beliefs. Oh, my God. Stop it. She doesn't understand she's playing a part. And she asked Stephen Sondheim to change the lyrics. Oy, oy. I would have thrown her right out of the goddamn theater. <laughs> now it's now wait just an effing minute. Effing? Uh-huh. And she was willing to sing that. Wow. 
<laughs> what a wacko. From what? the word go. Hey now. Can I get a hey now? <laughs> Can hey I get now. a yeah, hey now? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Thank you now. Yeah, we got to get over to that place. Hey now. Yeah, please. I don't want to miss that. Uh, Bryant Gumble in the early show, not really making very much of a dent. Uh-oh. In the morning ratings. Well, we knew that was going to happen, that dope. He had to leave the Today Show. And now he's doing morning, and now he's getting... Uh, don't even get me started on this guy. Go back to the white girlfriend and leave it at that. In fact, he's not doing as well as the previous incarnation of the CBS oh, morning. Get out of here. You're it. kidding me. Look at Jackie. Happy for failure. <laughs> CBS are putting a spin on it. They say, oh, we're very happy with the show. It's a work in progress. Everybody's doing a fine job. We're, uh, you know, they need a gig right Yeah, and I'm happy with my wife's album. They've got time. So they say that, uh, you know, everybody, I guess, was a little bit jittery about uh, Brian Gumbel coming back. So that's why they called in Diane Sawyer and uh, Charlie Gibson over at ABC to uh, shore up Good Morning America. But now that they're doing so poorly, they say expect Diane and Charlie to announce that they're leaving, going back to their regular lives. I love that Brian Gumbel always thought that he had the magic. And you knew it wasn't him. It was Katie Couric. <laughs> People like that broad. <laughs> So there you go. That's what's happening. You know who they ought to get to host the uh, CBS morning uh, show? Who? Mel Carmison. Mm. I'd watch that. But then he's going to run the company. Mel Carmison. Mel Carmison. Okay. You're a vet. You talk about vets often. Yeah. uh, Not a dog doctor. I was in Vietnam. (laughs) There seems to be something that happens to people who go to war these days. You know, you don't just come back. Yeah, you get post-traumatic syndrome. I got Uh, that. Not only the post-traumatic syndrome, but there's, you know, the Gulf War syndrome. There's the Agent Orange. You know, there's always something going on. 20 nail syndrome. 20 nail syndrome. A lot of us wind up separated. (laughs) Well, scientists at the University of Texas say they found some soldiers who served in the Persian Gulf War who have lower than normal levels of a certain brain chemical. Sure. Here's Dr. Robert Halley, who is at the university, to explain. Number 20. You have to be low on brain chemicals to join the Army. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Mm-hmm. What number? 21. 21. Go! Let's hear about this. It's very fascinating. Doesn't seem to be recued. Oh dear. Unfortunately, Robin. No. Somebody was low on. I am somebody. Professional organization. Yeah, somebody was low on brain cells. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a Gulf War vet back yeah. there taking tape. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe it'll recue. I don't well, even think that's one thing. day to, it will do that. Right, here's the and, thing. There's you know, that's it. But that's <laughs> All right. That's it. I'm sorry. There's nothing on here. Nothing. Nothing. It's an absolutely blank Thought case. of that is right. Well, there's another Dr. Haley over there. He says this brain damage could have been caused by chemicals the soldiers were exposed to during the Persian Gulf War. And That's okay with me. Research. What we've done is compared a group of Gulf War veterans who have this Gulf War syndrome to a group of normal veterans, and we've applied a new brain imaging technique that measures the chemical composition of the deep structures of the brain. Oh, Yeah. And How is my um, staff exposed to these chemicals? <laughs> we have the same chemicals that they had right. over there in the Gulf. So it seems that there is some basis to this Gulf War syndrome. A lot of right. times guys are told that it's all in their head. No. Well, apparently it is. No, it's not. <laughs> well, if the brain chemical is not there, it is. Right. And, you know, there's always a debate going on about violence and violence among youths and why are kids becoming so violent? Well, now there's um, 
a, an organization that has to do with it. This is the executive director of the National Camp Against Youth, or the Campaign Against Youth Violence. His name is Jeff Bleak. And uh, he says that hmm. that invention that parents thought would be the uh, perfect babysitter, the TV, well, you just can't leave kids alone with it. TV's the best. Sit down at the computer with your child and sit next to your child at the TV set. Oh. Uh, don't use these as babysitters, but use them as learning opportunities. Oh. That's right. you got to be there. When the kid starts watching, you zone out. <laughs> and they don't even want to talk to you. You don't even want to watch them. No. You want to leave them alone. That, yeah, that's the idea, so you can go watch your own shows. <laughs> well, you can't have that. You I watch sit TV. sit down there and watch yeah, it with I, them. I watch shows geared to a five-year-old. <laughs> Use it as a learning experience. Now you got to talk about it. I learned that. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> Anything left in the news, Robin? Roma Downey, the woman oh. from Touched by an Angel. Oh, in a TV movie tonight called oh. Test of Love. Oh, very beautiful. Very nice. Oh, oh. And she says people may not recognize her at first. Number one. Personal. I don't recognize her. I play American, and I decided, we decided since I'm so um, recognizable with my long hair, it's almost like my my trademark, so to speak, that in order to create a completely different look, we um, oh. uh, got a very short, dark wig, and that's kind of a cute little bob. Oh, who cares? I hate that accent. <laughs> ah, and she has a new album on store shelves. I hasten to add that I don't sing. It's a spoken word inspirational album called Healing Angel I want to put money on the that. RCA label. we got to get that. been doing yeah. great. On the new age charts, it's number Spoken five. Word. It's um, poetry and. Uh, it's for people who've been exposed oh, to chemicals in the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. And uh, you've been asking this question over and over and over again. What are you supposed to do for New Year's Eve? Oh, I thought well, you meant the other question. No. What is that statue in my studio that replaced <laughs> oh. the real doll? Certainly no replacement for the real doll. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Robin? What, what do you do, do New Year's Eve? I am spending it. What do you do? I'm spending it with my six year old. I don't know if that's what a celebrity's supposed to do. Well, that's what this celebrity's doing. Here's Stephanie Tuck of InStyle Magazine to tell us what some celebrities are doing. We asked a number of celebrities what they will be doing for New Year's Eve, and their answers were very varied. I said, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> Winona Ryder, for instance, Get told on. us uh, she said she's going to go underground with a flashlight and canned goods because she's frightened, which is pretty funny. Ricky Martin. Where she's exposed to. He says he's still looking for his best offer. He wants to be seen uh -oh. that night. No. Oh. And Nicole Kidman told us she's going to be in the harbor in Sydney waiting to see the firework display. I'm so in love with my husband. We're such great lovers. We're so in love. Oh, we're going to be together. We're such love. We're Mm. At least one celebrity is bucking the trend, Howard, according to Stephanie. Number four. Oh, Baba Booey. Baba Booey is bucking the trend? Baba Booey. Cameron Mannheim from The Practice told oh, us man. that she has a long-standing commitment to her bridge club. She's going uh -huh. to be playing bridge on New York City's Lower East Side. So uh -huh. not every plan is glamorous for the year 2000. Who's it, that big fat song? Yeah. Oh, of course. I'll be with her. She and Monica will be playing bridge. She's the size of a bridge. <laughs> and uh, Stephanie also says some celebrities got philosophical about their New Year's Eve. Yes. <laughs> Number five. Peter Fonda got philosophical on us. He told us... Is he still considered a celebrity? <laughs> quote, I hope to ride my motorcycle from Paris to Vladivostok, mm -hmm. carrying a banner which reads, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness. All right, that's cool. Sandra Bernhardt as well got mm. rather philosophical. She says, I'll be putting out the word, honesty, love, compassion, and getting real. Really? How do you do that? 
And you probably are wondering what kind of Christmas gifts to get women this year. Here are some of the uh, suggestions Stephanie Tuck has. Some of the gifts that we found for her range from... A nightlight, a blue nightlight. <laughs> um, glass jewelry rings, which are not terribly expensive. They're really beautiful. Murano glass. Yeah, women love glass. Um, rings that are around $90 at Bendel's to beaded Is it a Bendel's? No. Handbags oh. that Gwyneth Paltrow covers, which again are not terribly expensive. This one that we shot is $99. Yeah, I'm going to go buy a lady a handbag. How's that going to happen? It's a beautiful woven bag with beads and also some really neat pajamas um, that Juliana Margulies wears. They're mm-hmm. Chinese like pajamas. They're $122 and they're a very... What broad you want to go with those pajamas? <laughs> they're a thong. Crying out loud. You want a job? Give me a job. <laughs> go out and buy a thong. <laughs> Get a thong. <laughs> Try vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Pym is in the new Woody Allen movie. Oh, lucky him. Read and Lowdown. Did he learn anything about directing from Woody? Nobody learned how to date someone's daughter. You certainly fed every time you work with somebody who's got something special to offer, and he has, you know, so much to offer us that he's... Let's kiss Woody Allen's ass. Oh, no, my BS meter is going off. work approaches a world in a way that... guy hasn't had a hit film in 12 years. My BS meter is going off big time on that one, Sean. Nobody else really is doing in our culture. Nobody has done it. He's, and, and that's why he's occupied this particular... Let's hear from Woody. What does Woody have to say? He says, love isn't logical, Howard. Oh, no. It certainly isn't in his case. There's never a, a logical... Affairs to heart. Thing. You just you just love somebody for some reason. You can you can say, you She's know... young. Um, on She's paper. available. She's a chink. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. If you had a hot gook daughter, you'd bang her, too. Oh! Oh! You, when you ask someone what they want in life and the guy or the woman will say I want a guy who is you know successful and dependable and gentle and decent and handsome like Woody Allen <laughs> and then she turns around and falls madly in love with a guy who's you know and you can't figure out what you know there's no the story of his life yeah anywhere. he's having this problem I'm such a nice guy and he Let's says the physical. rules of attraction just don't make sense. Yeah, he was attracted to Mia Farrow's daughter. <laughs> the reasons are so complex and exquisite that you can't figure it out. They, it's triggering uh, uh, something from your childhood. It's in the... You're going to burn in hell for your love affairs. <laughs> he's trying to explain to God why. Right. I don't think he's talking to people right now. I think he's before his holiness. That's right. Pheromones and, the, you, you know... I, I could never figure it out, and you know, you just have there's no other woman on the planet for him except for Mia Farrow's daughter. Among the kids, yeah, to, to be very, very lucky, and it either works or it doesn't. And he says nothing can save a failed love affair, especially when you're sleeping with one of the kids. If it works, you're completely lucky. If it doesn't work, no amount of trying to make it work ever makes it work. No amount right. of marriage counseling and, and well, that's true. you know, husbands and wives making lists of each other's faults and strong You know, all of that, it doesn't, you just meet somebody and, and it works. And, right. You know. A dumb bastard is right. <laughs> or it doesn't. Sometimes even, uh, you know, a retard will make sense. Right. He's so horny. <laughs> Woody's right. 
you can't force There's, it. Uh, another movie that has opened rather quietly. It's called Flawless. Yes. Directed by Joel Schumacher, the, the guy who Bobby D. ruined Batman. Yes, the man who single-handedly ruined Batman. <laughs> so you have to, what's he ruining now? <laughs> He's ruining Bobby De Niro. <laughs> is it a bad movie? I don't know. I haven't right. seen it. <laughs> but here he is on uh, Why You Want Robert De Niro for this film. He's wonderful. We had been friendly over the years because we were once stuck in an airport for hours. <laughs> and you either, it's love or hate after that. And um, I, besides being one of everyone's favorite actors in the world, I knew his integrity as an artist. I knew he would do the stroke real. And we wanted to honor stroke patients as opposed to imitate or fake it. So Bobby D is playing a stroke victim. How did uh, Joel help him prepare to be what in are a you stroke saying? Scene? I put him in a, suit, a freezer suit like Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Bob, Bob spent some time with my friend who had a stroke and with many stroke patients at the Rusk Institute. In between looking for black chicks. An incredible institution that helped us. What are you going to do today, Bobby D? Eh, a little bit looking for black chicks, a little bit of talking to stroke victims. A little bit much in our research i could play a stroke victim that's the one thing i can play <laughs> wait a minute that's your yeah, that's brain a, injury yeah person. well that's the same thing it's an injury to the brain <laughs> i think so make the bed oh yeah <laughs> and uh the wonderful people all right who cares yeah. that's what's happening all right thanks that's Robin. okay with me jackie way too many heineken martling Oh, oh, the Barbara Streisand auction picks up tomorrow. Oh, you missed out on the first one where she made $3 million. There's more stuff to come. Does she have a penis lamp? <laughs> I'm looking for a matching set. Maybe you can sneak yours in there. Jackie, way too many Heineken Marlin. His filthy new Oleo CD come again includes fool's gold and all Sam goodies or call 1-800-323-KING. On next Thursday, December 9th at Rascals Comedy Club, it's Jackie at West Star in New Jersey. For information, Jokeland Web Mall, visit Jokeland.com. Thanks to everybody. Stuttering John, all Tech Direct free live online trading seminar at the New York Marriott Eastside Hotel Wednesday, December 8th from 12 to 4. For information, call 1-877-5-ATTAIN. A-T-T-A-I-N. Um... What else can I tell you? That's it, I guess. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. Mark Harris will be at Caroline's very soon. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's where you want to send it. 718 Bag 5040 if you want to hire Scott the Engineer as a DJ for your party. The Howard Stern.